0: A great Canadian philosopher. They say that girl, you know she act too tough, tough, tough. Well, let's tell I turn off the light. Turn off the light. They say that girl, you know she acts so rough, rough, rough. Well, let's tell I turn off the light. Turn off the light. So follow us down, 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 cause we are the shoot brothers. <laughs> this is the Shoot Brothers podcast. And turn off the lights, folks, cause goddamn, we were in for a treat this week. Some lights out special. Uh, and many more, but that's the talk of the town, that's the talk of the wrestling world right now, and we'll get to that, because, my God, we got some crazy action this week.
1: My God, my God, my name is Cameron Osborne, of course, you just heard I didn't the, even intro uh, us. <laughs> uh, that's okay, that's okay, your name's Mike the Shoot Shepherd. Um, of course, opening, yes, with the uh, the philosophical stylings of one uh, Miss Nelly Furtado. Of course, famously did not take my microphone when I offered it to her at a gig <laughs> about four and a half years ago. And I will never forget it. Yeah, I'm putting you on what? blast, Furtado. I'm coming for you. Is yours better than hers? Uh, better? No, it was a situation where it was a charity event where... It was supposed to be each person on stage was supposed to come and grab their own mic and then Mm -hmm. it was Jim Belushi is speaking on a microphone and then Furtado comes up and then I'm like off stage at the uh, like the front of uh, like a downstage I guess trying to like throw this microphone in front of her face so she can realize, like, no, you don't talk into Belushi's, you talk into this one, but then Mm -hmm. she never saw me, or she didn't, I like to prefer to think she didn't care. Uh, (laughs) And then it's just me trying to, like, nudge this microphone in front of her, and she never took it, but that's the, uh, that's a long story short. Me and for go way back, Mike. Why do you, why do you
0: prefer to think she didn't care?
1: Uh, more badass that way. It's like fuck this okay. little AV tech over here. Nah, I'm speaking. <laughs> in, I got Belushi's mic, and you can't stop me. I like to think it was more of a rebellious act. But Mike, okay. yes, you're as right. As long as it's not rude, because she's always no. I don't think it was due to r- being rude. Uh, but I do like, like, like to think she consciously did it. <laughs> Yeah. She's like, Excuse me, I am um I'm Miss Nelly Furtado.
0: <laughs> yeah, what's the Canadian Grammys called again? Juno's Juno's. I'm Juno Award
1: winning Nelly. I'm you a mul- get away from multiple time, to- multiple award <laughs> multiple Juno Award winning <laughs> Folks, we got a great show coming up. Of course, Mike, like you said, um, lights are off, depending on what channel you watch on Wednesday night. And, of course, all of our main roster action leading up to uh, Fastlane. You know, sort of. Our, it is really our last stop before WrestleMania. But before we get into that main roster action, it's time to uh, crown a new champion. Let's look for a tweet of the week. It's the tweet of the week. It's the tweet of the week. Uh, f- uh, ferociously coming off dust bust to 255s. Uh, <laughs> just little things. Sometimes that's all you need to do is just make me laugh. Sometimes that's yep. all it needs to be to sort of be. Um, it's what uh, the world
0: needs, you know. We got to be serious now and then, but some laughter here and there helps.
1: Of me. course, of course. Um, and this week's new tweet of the week champion, I uh, got it in just like a like hair under the eye. Uh, under the hair what's the expression i'm looking for
0: <laughs> um, I mean, in the
1: there's... wire under the wire under something, the wire, that's something like that uh yeah. this new tweely champion uh just snuck it in there a mere like four hours ago oh boy of course um i was gonna get it yeah this new this week's new tweely champion is going out to amanda huber the uh the wife of of course Brody Lee, the mother of Brody Lee Jr. and all these sorts of things where she uh had a great post today because today was the 1 year anniversary of Mr. Brody Lee himself debuting on AEW Dynamite, where she writes a post. One year ago, you bet on yourself. It wasn't the debut you envisioned. Rochester would have went crazy, but it's okay you rolled with it. You were the happiest I had seen you in years. You got to show the world what I always saw. Life went off the rails, and now it's my turn to roll with it. Uh yeah, that's about it. That's about it. And yeah. then of course there was a series of great photos. Of course, all the um like the photos of when we first saw Brody Lee when that you know, his uh his hood came off and he's standing there with uh two of my favorite Canadians, Evil Uno and Stu Grayson standing by his side. <laughs> Just a couple of hockey fans in the ring. That's really all it was. And we of course we remember a year ago the build up to the exalted one, and when it finally was Brody Lee, uh you and I yeah, you and I were both insanely surprised.
0: Yeah, and happy, you know, it was, it was, uh, it delivered on its promise of it something big. And he delivered as well. You know, he pulled the dark order from, you know, being like very bottom of the card to now being the most beloved stable in the company.
1: Yeah. I mean, you know, I mean, the some of the, like the biggest baby faces in, in the whole yeah. company.
0: Permanent baby face.
1: Overnight. Yeah. Permanent baby face. Uh, and that's exactly that, you know. I mean, when Brody Lee kind of stepped into the fold, um, you know, we had a well, number one, we had a two, a three, we may have had a ten. Hell, those even those little creepy <laughs> crawly things were still uh, kicking yeah. around about a year ago. He I, got rid of those.
0: Like we're gonna throw up did, these trash. What did
1: we call? What did they call them? Oh, they had like yeah the they had a name the, yeah creepers like creatures creatures know, something 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 kind of along those lines we called them we didn't like them though we didn't like them uh, yeah we we, <laughs> we didn't care so much about them uh, but yeah Amanda Huber you are the brand new tweet of the week champion uh, leading us uh, down the road to WrestleMania well deserved welcome to the annals well oh of course welcome to the famed hall of uh <laughs> such uh such people like Corey Graves and and Ronnie Radke uh that's exactly right <laughs> Tweety League champion Couldn't... maybe
0: uh yeah maybe on our maybe one day we'll print off the list and frame it I mean
1: Holy I've I, I mean I've <laughs> got you know of course I do have the running tally yeah of these things it is very well <laughs> documented of course you know the current uh, with current champion um not like a week by week basis um, it's just more of a list of, you know, I mean, of course, Randy Orton's at the top of the list, obviously. Rollins, <laughs> Jericho, and CM Punk are after him on the list, of course, as the, uh, as the five-time champions. Uh, so yeah, I mean, it just keeps moving on, it just keeps moving on, right? Right, indeed. Well, let's and get so ourselves, yeah, like you said, Mike. Let's get ourselves into some main roster action. This isn't quite our go home show to Fast Lane, of course, because SmackDown. There will be another episode of SmackDown tomorrow night, but let's get into uh, our SmackDown review. Okay, folks, it's Friday night. It's time for SmackDown Live. It, uh, it used to be on Tuesday, but then uh, I think it was on Friday before, though. No, no, at least to film it on a Thursday and then release it, it's just SmackDown
0: Live. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, we're pretty much spinning the wheels at this point because we're on the road to WrestleMania. So, Spin the wheel, make the deal. (laughs) Spin the wheel, make the deal. The car takes you down the road. Uh, Edge comes out, talking about Roman. We already know what's going on with him, so Uh, Daniel Bryan comes out. He throws out his piece because, uh, I don't know. Edge, you know, you're already in the main event. Why do you care so much about Brian? He's being a bit of a dick.
1: Yeah, it's in been a bit opinion. of a yeah, it's been a bit <laughs> of a, a um, okay. When did when did Edge make that challenge official? Was that at the Chamber?
0: Yeah, after Reigns beat Brian, he came
1: right? Out, and then he came out, hit him with a big spear. Um, yeah, Edge showing a little bit of uh, a little bit of you know aggression.
0: Yeah, I mean, yeah, he is who he is. Uh, but anyways, Brian's getting his one on one match, so. You won the Rumble. You got to wait
1: months for your challenge, so now it's my turn. And really, we have, yeah, and like you said, Mike, you know, we had these two baby faces in the ring. And Daniel Bryan's our better baby face right now in this uh, SmackDown main event scene.
0: Yeah, I'd say. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, Edge is going to have his match, and that's how it's going to go. Perfect. Perfect. <laughs> Uh, you know, and then uh, there was a standard multi man match. The Mysterios, Otis, Ziggler, Root, all those guys. Uh, I don't know, I guess, or Street Profits were in there as well. Yeah, <laughs> Street Profits <laughs> and the Mysterios the
1: get the win, but I think <laughs> they are being billed as like the Mysterios now. Okay, so they're officially a tag. I, 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 I feel <laughs> as though um, Corey Graves had, had, or maybe it was Michael Cole, baby, had said. That. And as soon as they say it on, on air, then you, know it's good. then you know it's happening.
0: Yeah. I mean, yeah, maybe if they start going for the tag titles and stuff, that could, you know, mm-hmm. Rey Mysterio as a tag uh, champ, add some legitimacy.
1: And they have that double 619 that they can always kind of go to. Yeah. You know, they've been working on that for over a year now. <laughs> they got the move set. <laughs> yeah.
0: So anyways, uh, I think Uso tries to get into Roman's locker room, but Heyman's like, not right now.
1: And th- this was actually a case where um, these tag teams, all four teams involved, had a name associated with them. Or sorry, I guess I should have said all, yeah, on all four competitors per side. Street Profits, Mysterios, Dirty Dogs, Alpha Academy. Very rare is it that you see <laughs> in these multi-man tags, everybody with a definable name.
0: Yeah, yeah, with the many teams. hmm so that was nice. Uh, then we go off location to watch Naya, Shayna, and Reginald go on a shopping spree. Nobody's wearing masks here in any of these stores.
1: Well, I less. mean, if you're Naya Jacks, you're not doing it anyways, because if you know, <laughs> she, she trusts her immune system. Yeah. Well, anyways, Naya
0: says, Reggie, you can have anything you want, like a kid in a candy store. But uh, this is a high fashion. So we get this musical montage. He's trying on outfits. Naya's judging him, and they're having a lot of fun. Naya's just, you know, slay me, Reggie. Stuff like that. Shane is just sitting there bored. Uh, eventually, I think she even smacked him in the ass. That's sexual assault. But
1: it could be. Maybe not.
0: He seemed into it. So who knows? They're setting up this little romance here. He goes, sits in Naya's lap and says, what can I do to repay you? And she just smiles. And the steamy music plays as we fade out. Um, You know what? This was kind of funny, and I think it might have been the best segment Nia Jax has ever done. Wow, hot I'm take, not saying, I'm hot not saying take.
1: Much. <laughs> yeah, it's really not but saying
0: like, much. you know, if she leans into this, I think she's better at just, uh, just playing silly
1: because she's not that much of
0: a monster to me, so.
1: Yeah, and I think it's really, like, she was billed as a monster just due to her size, comparatively speaking, to the rest of the roster, but I think to really be, yeah, like, that reckoning force shout out to Reckoning, you need a couple maneuvers that aren't just falling down on someone.
0: And I think what I like about this the most is that it seems to be uh, the beginning of the split for Shayna and Naya, because Shana's not enjoying
1: it. I know, Shayna can do do so much better. We all know that. Yeah,
0: that's ultimately what we need. Mm -hmm. Anyways, uh, Cesaro takes on Murphy, who... uh, I don't know if you saw. He made an Instagram post to basically fill in the gaps of the storyline because they weren't going to say anything on TV.
1: I didn't. Um, <laughs> but uh, what can you can you give like a little Cole's notes about that?
0: Yeah, he was basically just like, ah, the whole Mysterio family used me. Uh, mm. Ray and Dominic got back into relevancy. Leah. Used him to get on TV and start her acting career, so she left him in the dust. She, is she <laughs> She's <acting>? gone.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: I don't know, but she's not on TV. Uh, she, she, she blew up. Yeah, 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 yeah,
1: the Mysterios used Murphy. It wasn't Vince McMahon who used Aaliyah, no. <laughs> it was Murphy who used Cesar, or sorry, used uh, the Mysterios, or whatever. You know what I'm saying.
0: Yeah, but basically at the end of the day, we wasted all those months, and Murphy's back in the same place he began. To mm-hmm. Begin. Anyways, you know the match itself. Uh, Cesaro is just continuing to look good. Uh, goes to hit the big swing, but then Rollins jumps in, so there's a DQ. Uh, beats up Cesaro, hits the curb stomp, and then grabs a the chair, but the officials stop him. So, and then I think Nakamura gives him a dirty look when he
1: comes through the curtain. Yeah, bloody. I, th- I think. Well, no, I think Nakamura was kind of helping Cesaro.
0: In yeah, this I mean, one. they're
1: still. I think they're still on good terms,
0: even if they're not tagging up as much. And they then, kind of both turn babyface at the same time separately. It was
1: a <laughs> it was a simultaneous <laughs> separate babyface turn, uh, yeah. all leading to uh, Seth Rollins and Cesaro at WrestleMania. That could be good. The two dudes are buds. Check out YouTube. They're always doing crossFit together. I mean, you know, this is uh, <laughs> these are two of the, you know more athletic people on this main roster, and uh, they have the potential to kind of give it all to us.
0: Yeah, and especially, you know, on a 2-night WrestleMania, that's the kind of match that you can throw in anywhere. It wouldn't it be Cesaro great to C- Cesaro
1: in a singles match at WrestleMania. I mean, that's I feel got to like be he, a
0: first for him. He's that's I feel
1: like he's been on the card every single year, but there was, you know, I mean, I think he won the Andre the Giant Battle Royal. He won. Yeah. He was with uh, Sheamus, probably tagging for a couple of them.
0: Yeah, that team, I forget what it's called. Well,
1: I think okay. the uh, the Bar.
0: The League of Nations, I think. Oh, I was thinking the Bar. Oh well, that was that. Yeah, I think maybe the League of Nations. I think might have been in slightly before you.
1: Came I mean, in. Yeah, I think that would have been a little yeah. bit before the time frame I was thinking about. Yeah. Um but yeah, I think the bar was in that. They were in that match when the Hardys came back. Ah, yeah, of, the big, ah, of course. We the big for, returns Who can forget of that generation? Who can forget oh, that yeah. pop? <laughs>
0: <clears throat> Kevin Owens comes out for a little Kevin Owens show and brings out Sasha Bianca. They talk about their match coming up and. Uh, He mentions if they win the tag titles at Fastlane, they'll be only the second team in history since Shawn Michaels and John Cena to go into WrestleMania as both tag champs and opponents. It's a little fun fact. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Uh, But anyways, they talk about Reggie and, you know, Bianca says he's not good for you, Sasha. He's going to be a problem for us and this match. She just wants a clean one-on-one, but Sasha gets a little cocky, starts mocking Bianca. and Anyways, they're arguing and so... Naya, Shayna, Reggie—they call them all. They all come out because uh, there's a tag match, mm-hmm. but it's not against each other.
1: Nope. Yeah. So
0: Sasha, Bianca, Tamina, Natalia—who uh, are just Team Red Black now. Yeah, the I think Ottawa they're red just Blacks.
1: Team. Uh, we're here. I'm. I'm going to call them. Uh, well, Red and Black—they changed their colors. Oh, okay.
0: Yeah. Anyways, uh, Reggie's just there modeling his new clothes, and Naya's calling him Bay and. Anyways, uh, I think all this shit, Reggie's causing distractions, so Shasha chases after him, but loses focus. Uh, And then out of all this, Tamina rolls up Bel Air for a three count. Tamina! What an upset. Woof. Yeah.
1: I didn't like that.
0: (sighs) No, I don't think Bel Air should be getting beat right
1: now. She's, Even with this bullshit. She's been so protected lately uh and we've seen now um in with uh with kind of and their matches surrounding Naya Jacks in some capacity but um now, remember Naya pinned Oscar then Naya pinned Bianca and now Tamina <laughs> ha, or sorry um Naya pinned uh Sasha and now yeah. be, um Tamina has pinned but Bianca Tamina
0: I mean very, as much as we rag on Naya Tamina's a level below her,
1: very weird uh, situations. Uh, I mean, of course, Fastlane is this Sunday. I'd love to see Natalia and Tamina added to that tag match. That's the only way I feel like we can like justify pinning the Royal Rumble winner
0: yeah i mean yeah otherwise what the hell
1: and then the f- hell? and then not fucking give it you know i mean add you know have it like a, tr- a three-way tag uh of some capacity and then maybe you know fuck throw these tag belts on Italian and tamina i almost don't care anymore due to the <laughs> nxt women's tag belts yeah. it's like i don't care about this like i have something better to look forward to now
0: yeah and i mean i mean tamina and natalia they're they're clearly trying to be a team so whatever yeah throw them in like you said
1: and you know natalia if there if there's kind of like you know you can kind of make a group of certain uh wrestlers who we can almost like a hundred percent say we'll never jump ship natalia's got to be at the top of that list oh yeah at least one of them she's a fucking lifer put this belt on her um, and you know that has she won the Raw and SmackDown belts? I remember she was the SmackDown champ for a period of time. Uh, I think she's w- May. I don't think the Raw belt. You know, yeah. but From uh, the,
0: she's won like the old version. But I guess it's yeah. the new titles. So. Yeah,
1: not since like the brand split in the new titles. And her SmackDown reign was short and a long time ago. Would be great to see, uh, you know, someone like Natalia with these uh, with a tag belt. Yeah. yeah. And
0: then Tamina can get her first ever. Dad.
1: Exactly. Give it to her. Her, dad Two ki- birds, her dad's a murderer. Just her give dad. it to him. <laughs> Just give it to you her. mean,
0: not a murderer. He's dead.
1: Didn't, no, but didn't he, uh like, kill his ex wife or something? Uh, Jim Neidhart? I don't no, know. Oh, I don't sorry. I was look. thinking Tamina. Sorry. Oh, sorry. Yeah, Tamina, yeah, yeah. Yes. yeah Tamina. Yes, Jimmy Stuck is absolutely yeah, a murderer. Tam-
0: <laughs> sorry. <laughs> Both Absolute, have wrestling fathers. Absolutely a
1: murderer. Absolutely oh, a yeah. murderer. Yeah. Guaranteed. Guaranteed he's a
0: murderer. Uh,. Guaranteed. Jim Nyhart though. I just wanted to clear his murder. name. I just yeah, Jim Nyhart
1: just got turned into a table. He's yeah, not he's a good. murderer like Jimmy <laughs> Snuka. Uh
0: anyways, Belair was mad too. She just yells at Sasha. She's like,
1: that's on you. She's done with it. Remember all those uh might uh months ago, a few years ago? Remember when NXT held that uh uh it like it, it, it was like it was like uh it, like it was like a draft combine. Do you recall uh, two years ago, maybe? I don't only really say it. It popped up on my, on my YouTube the other day, and we rewatched it. And I do remember talking to it about you because Bianca Belair just won everything. Oh, In the okay. women's category, you know, it would be yeah. like the, uh, you know, like fucking Farmers Carry, Bench Press, <laughs> Jumping, 40-yard Dockston. Dash, and Bianca Belair is just crushing the competition. Oh, yeah.
0: Absolutely. Uh, <laughs> uh, well, then Big E comes out. And he's got all, you know, a neck brace, a medical boot. But then he just rips them all off to show he's better from that attack from Apollo. Cuts a promo. He's real fired up. He wants a piece of Apollo Crews. He wants to end him. Uh, So he says, hey, man, you want my title? Get out here. Uh, But Apollo doesn't come out. Of course, King Corbin has to show up uh, and just says, hey, man, I want the challenge. But then Sammy's, no, he doesn't say anything. He starts to say, he's like, hey, if you're opening a challenge, uh, but then Sami Zayn runs out and says, I accept. So, he said it first. It's on <laughs> tape. That's how the rules go. Uh, and then Big E's just like, all right, fuck it. Whoever gets in the ring first gets the match. So, Sam just runs in, slides in the ring, and we get the title match. Big E, Sami Zayn. Uh, yeah, this was fun. Uh, you know, Sami was a big part of bringing the prestige back to the Intercontinental title over the last year or so.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So he always deserved to be in the mix, and uh, yeah, nice match here. Uh, Sammy hit a big sunset bomb, but then Big E fires up, has his big comeback, ending with the big ending to get the win, retain the title.
1: And we're always looking, we're always looking for that multi-man ladder <laughs> match at Mania
0: yeah you always need at least one and it's usually the mid card Either and it's the usually
1: the know. mid card and this could be it you know we have the likes of Big E, Sami Zayn, apollo cruz uh king corbin someone else can we have another king of the ring tournament by the way it's been it's too been long.
0: long we definitely need to because we're all sick of king corbin around here
1: or no but yeah well, no, just, change just go king back in corbin I mean. go back put on a wig in a jean jacket and just go back to, or a jean vest and just go back to the Put way it like was. Put
0: on like a Shakespearean wig.
1: Yeah, <laughs> and just go back to the way it was. It'll be fun.
0: Uh, what if they did another King of the Ring? and They just had him win again. Oh my god, <laughs> that'd
1: be a. Well, I mean, he, hey, he's uh, he's doing something right because he's on television every single week.
0: Oh yeah. Okay. He's got to uh, be doing something right. Well, afterwards, Apollo Crews comes out and beats up Big E and grabs the steel steps and hits him with those again. Steel steps been
1: getting a lot of action lately. It's been nice to see them involved. Yeah, the, the, this the, the, and forgotten, Drew, the forgotten, the forgotten weapons.
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's like when the kendo stick had its resurgence last
1: year. Oh yeah, the summer of the kendo stick.
0: <laughs> uh, anyways, uh, Adam Pearce is out in the ring for the the fast lane contract signing. And brings out Daniel Bryan, Roman Reigns, and uh, Roman just says, "Hey, Pearce, get out of the way because this is his table. He wants to be the head, so." Cuts a promo on Brian saying, hey, I agreed to that match a few weeks ago, but I don't feel like it now, so I'm not signing. And then Brian just says, okay, well, I'm going to sign it. And uh, who would have thought the head of the table would be afraid to fight someone like me? Maybe uh, that changed last week. Uh, You know, people have always thought I was better than you for years anyway, so uh, he's just trying to goad Roman into getting angry. and uh, Yeah, just says, hey, man, I'm the self-proclaimed head of the table now. Rule of the island. Maybe I could be head of the whole Samoan family. So he went too far. It works. Reigns gets pissed off enough that he signs the contract and the match is official. So uh, then I think eventually uh, Edge comes out. Or Jay Uso says he wants to be the special enforcer. Then Edge comes out and says, that's a good idea, but how about me? Uh, so we settle this for the first time in 11 years. Next week on SmackDown, we're going to have Edge in a match one-on-one against Uso. Winner gets to be special enforcer at
1: Fastlane. Oh yeah. Edge is on TV B. Um Yeah, I guess yeah. I mean, we, yeah, we needed a we need a matchup for him to have before Mania. Because I mean what? We has he hasn't actually been in the ring since the Royal Rumble. Yeah. <laughs> which I guy you know I understand his age. I do get that, right? But it is funny to see uh, you know, when we see these ma- guys winning the Rumble, and women winning the Rumble, there's, like, the then, the mini push, where they kind of get a couple wins under their belts so they can kind of build ourselves up to Mania. We just haven't seen that this year with either Edge or Bianca Belair. Bianca Belair's been thrown into this kind of tag thing. Where, I mean, hell, she just got pinned this week. We're We're less than a month away from WrestleMania, and the Royal Rumble winner is getting pinned uh it just it it feels just yeah different than we've done things uh in the past not to say not to say bad or worse just yeah things are feeling a little bit different this week or this year rather than years prior yeah
0: no uh yeah i think in edge's case i guess he's just still got that even though he's around every week he's still got that part-time legend status so i guess for him wrestling every couple months I don't know. Once he, I mean, if he wins the belt at Mania, uh, he's going to be on the show every week with the title and probably wrestling more.
1: You would think, right? Unless they're giving him the Lesnar thing, right? Where you can just kind of show up whenever you want.
0: Yeah. But I think he wants to be there, so. You would I don't know. We'll see.
1: You would think. Yeah. Hopefully, uh, you know, I mean, we're going to have a great Fastlane show this weekend, I imagine. But yeah, hopefully leading to Mania, we can start kind of getting some uh, some momentum with these Royal Rumble winners right like I, I just kind of picture the you know the old fans are coming back for Edge for the for the old fans Edge versus Romans badass but for a new fan who might not know anything about Edge <clears throat> you're thinking to yourself like this guy is not a legitimate competitor because <clears throat> he hasn't been doing much and you would probably say the same thing about Bianca Belair right man you know you don't know much about who she is mm-hmm. and suddenly you're like wait well she keeps losing all the time there's no way that she's gonna beat Sasha
0: I don't know. Yeah, uh, sometimes that's what WWE does. Though they make you go on a losing streak and then you win the big one.
1: And you win win the big one. <laughs> yeah, let's see. Uh, let's see what Mania brings us that time around. But that was the uh, entirety of SmackDown. That was that. That was a lot of fun. Well, let's skip forward a couple days um, <clears throat> to our flagship show. Thirty, twenty-five years, twenty-eight years, probably now in the <laughs> making. Uh, of course we're talking about Monday Night Raw. Let's get raw! (laughs) Let's get raw! Where, um, you know, we have a new WWE champion. I kind of forgot about that. (laughs) Yeah, he
0: won it just a short week or two ago. Um, And just right off the bat, Monday Night Raw, they just announced out don't know where that Drew McIntyre will challenge Bobby Lashley for the WWE title at WrestleMania. What a weird announcement! Yeah, I mean, he didn't do anything. They didn't. I don't know. They didn't say why or how. They just said, "Here's the match." Uh, so that's that's happening. But,
1: okay. Okay.
0: Yeah. yeah, a little bit. I mean, I, I thought it was going to lead there anyways, but you know, they could have done uh, something. Mm-hmm. Made the match on Sunday for the number one contender. I don't know. Doesn't matter. Lastly, MVP, they come out, cut a promo, we'll talk about Drew, WrestleMania, Ms. Morrison come out. Uh... yeah, I don't know. Everyone's babbling, Sheamus comes out, everyone fights. It's chaos. That
1: was about one of the. yeah, so there's kind of like three <laughs> ways you can or there's like two ways you can start an episode of Monday Night Raw, uh, a 25 minute promo segment, or a 25 minute kind of no doesn't nothing really ends segment you know like this didn't lead to a match immediately uh or anything like that it was just sort of both sides jawing at each other because of course we do have uh drew and sheamus coming up on the weekend
0: yeah uh but in the meantime we did get drew versus Miz here but yeah nothing really special i guess morrison threw his sunglasses at the ring and drew stomps them wow So that was probably a couple hundred <laughs> bucks down the drain <laughs> but uh anyways that was the, the other thing i noticed was morrison wearing his hairdo up looked like dog the bounty hunters
1: dog <laughs> the big bad dog
0: the classic ozzy osborne track <laughs> uh anyways drew mcintyre claymores him uh but then he picks miz up and puts the heart lock on to send a message to bobby gets the win with the submission
1: Yeah, I guess that's it. You know, you get that full uh, that full Nelson on him, just writhing him around. I feel like that finisher won't look good with Bobby on Drew because like Bobby's only been doing it to people way smaller than him (laughs) so he can throw him around. But how can you I don't think he's a strong guy. I think it's going to be tough to uh, throw Drew McIntyre around like a rag doll. Well,
0: maybe that's what uh, helps Drew get the W. I mean,
1: that could be the finish. Yeah, I mean, that could be the finish, you know? I mean, you can't...
0: Yeah, that one can go either way. I'm not sure.
1: Yeah. just a couple heavy heavy hitters here.
0: Yeah. But uh, heavy hitters, this might not be one of them, because Braun Strowman and Shane come out next, and Shane's just like, I don't know what you want, man. And Braun's like, I've been called stupid all my life by guys like you. Anyways, Shane just starts sliding in more insults to him, and Braun challenges him to a match tonight. And Shane just says, "You can't handle me now. I know you're stupid," and he accepts the challenge.
1: Yeah, this oh, promo was bad. Um, this whole,
0: yeah, this whole feud's been
1: this whole thing's pretty bad. been pretty rough. There, uh, and Shane, you know, he kind of like he's you know kind of come back on television very subtly over the past couple weeks. He sort of you know, crept his way in there, and of course he's eventually going to creep his way into a a program with a promo and a microphone. He slipped up a few times in this promo.
0: Yeah. Yeah, no, it's uh, the last couple weeks he
1: hasn't been doing that great a job. Also, because like, stupid isn't like a grown-up insult. (laughs) It's like a child's insult. So hearing two grown men just, and it was, you know, you you use it once. I mean, Randy Orton's it's Randy Orton's thing. And, it, and it's Randman's <laughs> thing. Use it once in like a, in a promo. Great. I swear to God, they said the word stupid 14 times between the two of them in this promo. And it just sort of like, I'm like, oh, okay, I don't I don't, I don't care.
0: Yeah, you're stupid. Well, you're a stupid head. Yeah, yeah. it
1: was it was only, yeah, like <laughs> you're a stupid boo-boo. <laughs> it was like, that was what I was waiting for next. You're double stupid. <laughs> yeah, well, you're stupid times infinity. Oh, man. Well, that's. That's the end. That's the end so. of it. That's <laughs> Until Braun says you're stupid times infinity plus one, and then Shane would have no comeback. Plus two. Oh! We can go all day. Do you write for W... Do you write for Monday Night Raw? <laughs> <laughs> it feels like you're writing for Monday Night Raw these days.
0: Ah, uh, well, Supplementing we go some income. <laughs> I wish. But uh, our truth is dressed as stone cold because it's 316 day, but no, it's actually only March 15th, so... But he's got beer. He approaches some women, says, "Hey, ladies, let's get smashed." But they say, "Nah, we got to wrestle." True, so they're responsible. Okay. Uh, Mandy Rose, Dana Brooke take on Lana, Naomi. Uh, it was all right, you know. Like to see these women in the mix, doing something. So, but uh, anyways, Nia Jax, Shayna are there. Asuka comes out mid match. Her teeth, she's got a, she's got something that repaired them. So something in her mouth.
1: Who knows? a could, uh, like... could be full dentures, for all we know.
0: <laughs> yeah, definitely not a real tooth. I know that much, though.
1: But uh, anyways,
0: hopefully this means she's back. She's good to go for WrestleMania, because uh, that title, we haven't seen it much at all in a
1: while. We have certainly haven't seen it, uh, defended, it defended or anything it. like yeah. that.
0: Yeah, so anyways, Shayna Baszler goes after her, but Asuka nails her, beats her up, so they get broken up, and then back in the ring, Dana Brooke hits a neckbreaker on Lana, gets the win.
1: Great, one of those classic, uh, I, not horrible but not good women's tag matches that WWE has become uh, so synonymous with.
0: Yeah, yeah, that was more about what was happening outside the ring than what happened in it.
1: Yeah, yeah, some, storyline, something like that. Uh, yeah, who's coming? Who's who's coming for Asuka's title?
0: I really don't know. Because I think Charlotte was nowhere to be seen on this show. We I, now it almost it almost seems like now Oscar versus Shayna, like because of the tooth incident, you kind of have to do that match.
1: There was not a single uh, Charlotte sighting.
0: Yeah, Lacey's pregnancy really threw off everything, didn't it? Well, uh, for better or worse. Yeah, or worse. I guess it's
1: like yeah, for better or for worse, where you're like it's yeah, like the monkey's
0: paw. It's like I want the storyline to end, but now you don't get Charlotte at WrestleMania
1: yeah well I wonder if like I wonder oh my god like I just want (laughs) to be at Wrestlemania yeah I just want I just want to know what the plan was there like was Ric Flair actually the baby daddy like I want to know the plan just so I can kind of put the pieces together of what could have happened
0: yeah well anyways let's just move on sure because uh, we got some title action raw tag team championships on the line Her business defending against the New Day. Uh, So, this, yeah, this was an upgrade over that women's match. Much, much cleaner action here. But uh, eventually, Kofi hits Trouble in Paradise on Shelton Benjamin. Xavier hits a big elbow drop off the top rope. And then they finish this combo with the Daybreak. And that would be enough to kill any man. It does. That gets them the win and their 11th tag team title reign for the New Day. Wow. And new. No, yeah, man. Uh, I
1: wonder does this count for Biggie? Is he gonna count they can't they can't count Big E. I mean, either. I feel like yeah. we're on a he's on a different show by at this yeah. point. I you don't know, like you can't count <laughs> it anymore, even with that free bird rule.
0: Yeah. But anyways, eleven times, uh but as they're celebrating, AJ Styles and Omus come out. And AJ cuts a promo saying, Hey, me and Omos currently don't have anything planned for Mania. So I've won a bunch of single titles, but uh, my buddy here has got a great idea, so tell him. And then he just says, we should be Raw Tag Team Champions. So AJ says, this man has been like a little brother to me, and now his time to shine. Jaws are going to drop. So they officially challenge them at WrestleMania. Wow. And they, yeah, that's big. We haven't seen this guy in an official match yet, so I'm excited. I want to see what he can do in there.
1: Um, yeah, it feels weird to take the tag titles off of the Hurt Business right now. Um, you know, especially, uh, you know, I mean, Lashley just won the WWE Championship. They were dripping with gold, but for like two weeks. Uh, yeah, (laughs) which is kind of that, but in terms of like adding Styles and Osmos, Omos, sorry, to the (laughs) tag division, you know, variety, and who the hell knows? I think this is the only, no was AJ Styles needs the intercon No, he's never won the IC title. Uh he hasn't won it,
0: but he can still be a Grand Slam champion without it.
1: Oh, Okay. okay. Or wait, what is he? Well, he's won no, he's won the now. WWE Championship 3 times, won the US title or twice, won the US title 3 times and then this would be it. You know, I mean, yeah, we're okay. kind of adding adding a notch to his resume. Yeah. Uh yeah, I'm excited. That's cool. Mm-hmm.
0: Uh but yeah, a little I guess they had they felt they needed to put the titles on a babyface if they're going to have AJ Challenge. They didn't want him to go against the hurt business.
1: So. Yeah, that's a good point. I mean WWE they don't like booking themselves fucking you know half babyface, half or you know or sorry, rather like, you know, babyface versus babyface. They don't like booking that.
0: Yeah. Well, this wasn't the only title change we got on the show because we go backstage Bad Bunny and Damian Priest are hanging out, and Truth comes up uh, like he's going to sneak up and smack him with a Stone Cold lunchbox, but Bunny sees him, and then he just starts giving him, Truth just starts handing over all this Stone Cold merch he's wearing, including the replica title belt, Uh, Bad Bunny just says, you know what, I respect you, man, I respect the business, so I think you deserve this more than me, it's your baby, and he just hands the 24-7 title over to Truth, who is so happy until the gaggle chases him off. Great. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> we had the little.
1: Yeah, I had. Say a,
0: he was a champ. He never had to take a bump. There you go.
1: Yeah, had a little. Had I a little bit of fun wrestling. with it, I guess. You know, uh, put yeah. it on. Put it on TV or certainly like other. You know, other yeah, media. SNL. SNL got a piece of that. Yeah, he actually. Yeah, uh, he. he well, the, yeah. Uh, he only held it for. Uh, he held it for 28 days. I mean, God, Riddick Moss held it for more. Gro- Rob oh. Gronkowski held it for more.
0: But he, he might be third, though. He might be the third highest, yeah. third or fourth. 4th He's got to be top five. Oh, yeah, you know it, baby. <laughs> uh, But, uh, yeah, I heard he also won a Grammy over the past week or so. Oh, really? That's fun. So good for Bad Bunny. I didn't for, know that. For, like, international artists or something, I guess. Well, I mean, hey, look at him, you know. But it's an American Grammy. It wasn't one of those Latin Grammys. Well, that's
1: why it's international artists, right? Because anybody I know, but can I, I,
0: I feel like, you know, it's more prestigious to win the the proper Grammy.
1: Well, of course Grand you gotta Grammy. make you gotta make your way up, right? You start off with the international Grammy, then who knows? Next year, uh yeah. Alm of the Year, for all we know. <laughs> uh
0: anyways, he'll be competing with uh guys like Elias. But uh Elias isn't competing tonight. He's got his buddy Jackson Riker in the ring to take on Bad Bunny's buddy, Damian Priest. It all comes around but uh, thankfully, this match was super quick, because Riker was in the ring, so we don't care much. But Priest hits the lights within seconds, gets the win. Uh, but then Elias jumps him, uh, goes to smash him with the guitar, but then Bunny grabs the guitar away. So Elias picks up Bunny, but he gets out, starts punching him, and then Priest hits the lights on Elias. But then Morrison comes out to cause distraction, so Miz smashes a guitar into Bunny's back, but it doesn't break. So kind of their big moment uh, and the camera kind of missed it on the first glance until the replay. So. And that's always They're, worse
1: when it doesn't break.
0: Yeah. I mean worse probably to feel and for the visual. Yeah.
1: It probably hurts way more.
0: Yeah. Maybe Miz was afraid to swing super hard on the celebrity but he should have just gone for it. <laughs> but anyways, whatever. It looks like Miz will fight Bad Bunny in some capacity. Yeah. That uh, Shane O'Mac takes on Braun Strowman. But beforehand, Shane just gets on the mic, doing more talking, stalling for time, doing push-ups. He's got a little hopscotch set. Uh, I mean, he's already winded all the time. and He didn't need to do this.
1: (laughs) Yeah, and don't warm up, Shane. You're going to be out of breath. (laughs)
0: Uh,
1: But anyways, Braun
0: chases him around, uh, gets him, beats him up. Uh, But then Shane grabs the camera right off the cameraman and just smashes it into Braun's face. Uh, Does this multiple times. Lays him out on the announce table and then hits his big elbow drop off the top rope, smashing through it like he likes to do. But then the most vicious part of all, Shane McMahon goes under the ring, uh, pulls out a bucket, uh, and then much like the Punisher from Uh Uh-Oh, the game show, he pours a bucket of slime all over Braun Strowman, the green slime.
1: Wow, devastating. Vicious.
0: And if you thought that was bad, he grabs a second bucket and does it again. There's just green. Braun got slimed. Green goop everywhere. You got slimed. You
1: remember, uh oh, the game show. Uh, of course, I remember the uh oh, the game show. Of course, <laughs> I seen the Nickelodeon Teen Choice Awards. You get slimed. <laughs> uh, yeah, that was weird, eh? Slimed. <laughs> <Is> <laughs> that slime? That was weird, eh? I mean, I mean, it's
0: embarrassing, I guess, to be slimed. It doesn't I, hurt or anything.
1: I mean, I, I mean, God, who the hell knows what's going on over there? Uh, in Orlando or Stamford, Connecticut, you know whatever's going on because I mean I'm sure, I, I guess there are a few people who wanted Shane McMahon back in the ring, and mm-hmm. I guess you got to find something to do with Braun Strowman because you know of course they have to. Yeah. Weird though. Yeah. This I mean I I I wonder if this is sort of the thing and going forward, if WrestleMania let's maybe if WrestleMania will going forward be on two nights instead of just the one, are we going to start seeing? Shit that we really really don't care about on more (laughs) WrestleMania cards because before it would be like, you know There'd be that one match that we really don't care about but now we've doubled you know the uh, the shows Who knows there could be two three four five six matches that we really just don't care about and this could just be that So we're gonna have a slime pit match yeah, and this simil- is where
0: Shane—he can fall off thirty feet into a big pool of slime. And yeah, a
1: similar to the uh, the Mimosa Madness match <laughs> where there's going to be yeah. pools of slime around the ring.
0: But I feel like slime—you can fall from further up and land safely. It's more forgiving than. Yeah,
1: more. well, I, and this is great, you know, because Shane because <laughs> Shane is too old to be falling onto tables or yeah. falling through prop sets or something, but falling—you know—essentially just taking a really tall and nesty plunge. Yeah, I mean, hell, slime. that's fine. That's
0: fine. That'd be fun. That'd be fun. Uh, we get another coming soon video for Rhea Ripley, but just tell me when. that? It's been like two months.
1: Two months straight. Since the Rumble.
0: It's felt like I mean, it. Uh, yeah, when the hell is she going to show up? Just give it to her. Give it. Yeah. Just give it to her. Uh, we go to Alexis' Playground, and she's got the evil eyes going on, talking some trash to Randy Orton. Says, if you want me out of your life, You'll have to take me out this Sunday
1: at Fastlane. So you're going to take it. Okay. And she laughs at him. So oh, that's a challenge. That sounds watch. like a challenge as far as I'm concerned. You know, I mean, some challenges you need to contractually sign, like Roman Reigns and Daniel Bryan. Some some, uh, some challenges you can just say. Yeah. So I want to see it. Well, yeah. I mean, <laughs> well, we, well, yeah. I mean, we have to go somewhere with it, right? Uh, Randy Orton can't keep... Uh, of vomiting uh, black oil every week, you know we need to go somewhere with it. <laughs> yeah, and the fiend needs to come back eventually. So eventually, yeah. Uh,
0: but then Oscar takes on Shayna Baszler, looking for some vengeance for that tooth. So uh, yeah, she just goes after her hard. But then Nia gets in the ring, tries to interfere, so Oscar beats her up. And anyways, they proceed with the match. So uh, Baszler though not holding back, going after the head. She doesn't give a fuck. She hit Asuka pretty hard in the jaw again with a big knee. Uh, But anyways, Naya keeps trying to interfere. So Asuka's got to knock her down. And Baszler tries to put her in the Kirafuda Clutch. But Asuka rolls backwards. Holds Shayna down for the three count. Gets the win. Uh, But then afterwards, they try to attack her again. And Asuka just beats her down. Kicks her in the head a bunch of times. And curb stomps her face into the turnbuckle. But she wasn't done there. She removes the turnbuckle pad takes Basler's mouthguard out and shoves her face right into the steel ring and just goes to stomp her again, but the refs intervene.
1: Oh, thank so, God.
0: Yeah. Would have been ugly.
1: Would have been, ter- uh, been terrifying.
0: But like I said, uh, it really seems now like they're building this Oscar shana feud and Charlotte's been left in the dust when it comes to the woman's title picture.
1: Well, yeah. Massimania. And it feels like, you know, sometimes you strike gold. Uh, yeah. With the ability to write a story, you know, I think like Kofi Mania is that perfect example. You just strike gold at the right time. And yeah, maybe Shayna kicking the te- Asuka's teeth out was just the right time for it to happen.
0: Yeah. I mean, uh, that slow mo replay will be used in the packages for to hype it up. Of course. Add na- <laughs> Such a perfect visual that toots flying through the course. air. Of
1: course. And if we're being worked, then that's fucking great. Um, uh, that, that tooth wasn't working anybody. That thing was,
0: <laughs> it was shooting. It was going through <laughs> yeah, the. Yeah, that
1: tooth was on a shoot. But yeah, hopefully this can be the match that we actually get to uh, for WrestleMania. Yes,
0: but we have another title match because we have three title changes in one night. Whoa. Let's find out. Yeah, the United States Championship on the line. Mister Riddle taking on Mustafa Ali. Uh, the big, I guess, the big bump was when Ali hits a nice twisting neckbreaker off the apron to the floor. That looked pretty painful, but mm-hmm. uh, yeah, these guys worked hard. They had a pretty good match here. Ali looking good. Uh, eventually, Riddle reverses out of a pin attempt into a sleeper and smoothly transitions right into the Bro Derek to get the win and retain his title.
1: And of course, uh, I think he jumps out of the ring before retribution can make their weekly attack.
0: <laughs> yeah, he just runs off and celebrates and
1: Yeah, he's great got a scooter
0: backstage. He's scootering all around back <laughs> He's
1: scooting around back there. Great match for Matt Riddle uh yeah, on I like it. on the main roster now that he um you know, now that he's a champion, he just doesn't lose, right? Or you can't lose if you're <laughs> if you're the champion. Um, yeah, he's
0: been he's been getting booked well since winning the title. And the U.S. title division's better for it because Lashley was kind of in that middle. It's like he was above the belt and he was never defending it. So it was weird. Uh,
1: yeah, let's break up uh, Retribution, though.
0: <laughs> why, not? Mean, uh, like, okay. why not? It feels like... Why they, not? Yeah, they, they're not going to do anything with him. So at this point,
1: why not? And for the last two months, all of Retribution has just been Mustafa Ali getting pissed off at Retribution yeah just fucking yeah. L- 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 I don't know yeah let- make him- let them take their masks off go back to their Dijakoviches. Uh, <laughs> yeah like I think I think Mia, you yeah. have to I you ha- like yeah you have to because
0: uh... that she's been she's gotten it the worst of all because she never gets to fight anyone because they're always just feuding with men well
1: because they took what it was in that uh, Mercedes Martinez was yeah. the other woman associated with that and that would well, I, mean, I think you know certainly we said it when that came out we're like great this is a tag team. <laughs> mm-hmm. And they can take on other women's tag teams. Then, of course, that didn't quite work out. And then uh, she got COVID, and then all these sorts of things. So she hasn't had the opportunity to shine. Indeed. You know well, this? I, can't you picture the moment where all of Retribution is all standing around Mustafa Ali, who's on who's on the ground or backed into a corner, and then they all one by one take their masks off. Revealing their <laughs> true faces and, we, and then and then we get the Mustafa Ali beatdown, you know, because uh, they can come into their own big babyface turn. Uh, I just wrote it. <laughs> I like it. Mm-hmm. I like it.
0: Uh, then quickly backstage, Orton does officially accept Alexa Bliss's challenge. So there you go,
1: intergender match. Perfect. Perfect. I can't wait for thirty-seven-year-old uh, Randy Orton to uh, punt. A twenty-nine-year-old dressed like a ten-year-old—it's uh, going it's, to, it's just going to, you know, fulfill a lot of things for a lot of people. I think.
0: I don't know. Can he pull it off? There's going to be some. No, we're gonna, no, to, we're
1: going to go for the punt, and then the lights are going to turn off, and the and the fiend's going to show up.
0: <laughs> uh well, Drew McIntyre comes out, cut a promo, hype up the match against Sheamus on Sunday, and uh, there was one little line that some people thought was a jab when he says making guarantees is dangerous in this industry when you guarantee things you have to deliver. If you don't, then sparks fly and everyone gets upset, which some people interpret it as a jab at the uh, barbed wire death
1: match. Of course it's it split. was. <laughs> of course it was a jab. I don't know why there's not more jabs being When it's jabbed. fun like this
0: that it's not like overly direct, it's fun. I know. Say I thought AEW sucks or anything.
1: Yeah, I think they should have more of these... Uh... More of these things, you know. That being said, though, we're in the United States, right? If Pepsi can make a commercial that says "fuck you, Coke," uh, <laughs> and Coke can make a commercial that says "suck my balls, Pepsi," and they just choose, and, you know, they don't, but they could if they wanted to. Yeah, once in a while.
0: Once in a while, you'll Pepsi have Challenge. It. You'll have it, Pepsi of course. Challenge. Uh, but anyways, uh, Drew says he wants to hang around to watch this main event match because Bobby Lashley takes on Sheamus. You know, just another powerhouse. You know, a uh, big man match. Uh, Sheamus goes for the brogue kick, but Lashley hits him with a spear, gets a three count. And then afterwards, he puts the hurt lock on, so Drew has
1: to jump in and claymore him to stand tall. And that was it. That was about it. That was about it. I like that brogue kick. Um, I would like to note, though, I noticed this. Um, I think it was during this match where uh, Sheamus... Slapped his thigh a couple times. <laughs> uh, well, I don't uh, know. There may be some backstage fines coming soon. Of course, we'll have to talk to Brian Alvarez about that, um, like the exact uh, financial penalty for slapping yeah. your leg. Uh, because, of course, as we know, the sign's right there. It's in Gorilla. I think, uh, I think it's just going
0: to be one of those things that Vince forgets about in a couple weeks. Like the
1: brand-to-brand like brand brand Invitational?
0: Wanted- yeah, no commercials during matches. You know, every match is two out of three falls. Oh, Or the two out of
1: three falls, <laughs> uh, the Raw Women's Championship. You know, just one of those things, Peyton Royce, yeah. that Vince just forgets.
0: <laughs> yeah, he probably didn't even notice this week. He probably already
1: forgot. He probably already
0: forgot.
1: Uh, yeah, that was Raw.
0: Uh, I saw one funny clip from Raw Talk when Drew McIntyre accidentally drops an F-bomb. Oh, really? fired up during a promo. What'd he but say? They bleep it. Uh, I forget uh, he was just cut, talking about Seamus he's like oh you betrayed me my friend after 20 fucking years he's like, oh, sorry.
1: sorry are you sure he wasn't saying 25 years or like 24 years
0: no they bleeped it out like it's 20 <laughs> and, and then truth is like oh we gotta
1: bleep that dog <laughs>
0: 20 fucking years yeah, oh, that's great like, oh, sorry but yeah it was fun uh, but yeah, that was your main roster, your show, your go home raw for raw
1: Fastlane. For Fastlane. It's coming up. Of course, we'll talk about it a little bit at the end uh, of the uh, the show. Mike, should we take a break? Let's take a break. Let's take a break here. Uh, we're going to come back at you with the hot Wednesday Night War. Of course, we have some St. Patrick's Day slam action. And we'll take a look at this uh, little, this kind of little Fastlane card. So we'll uh we'll talk about it when we come back so stick around. Back here, part 2 of the podcast, of course. Uh we still have things to look forward to. Our WrestleMania week is turning into almost like a like a like a week-long bender for wrestling fans you know uh it's gonna be very hazy you don't you won't know when it's nighttime or when it's daytime (laughs) you'll be sleeping at odd hours uh hey you may even have a dream uh that you're standing there in front of uh all the fans of course wrestlemania tickets are on sale today after they were supposed to be on sale uh like sometime earlier in the week and then they weren't and uh so you buy your tickets now i guess
0: Yeah, I'm hearing uh, around 25,000 fans or so, which that'll create a lot of noise. That should be a good atmosphere.
1: I mean, the only bummer, as it sort of seems like right now, is they're not telling us who is on which day. So you could be the biggest (laughs) Roman Reigns fan in the world, hope that he's on the main event of the second night, boom, turns out he's the main event of the first night, and then you're kind of up shit's creek.
0: I assume that, you have the option of buying both nights when you buy your ticket.
1: I mean not everybody can afford two nights of a, you know, a large scale wrestling show.
0: Uh, I don't know. I just feel like I feel like a large percentage is going to buy but like 75% are going to be there for both nights. Yeah. It just feels like they're connected, like they are the same event, like Wrestle Kingdom Night 1 and 2. I All
1: don't right. Know. Yeah, well, yeah, you know, same kind of event, but yeah, you would have to think, you know, it'd be nice. It would it'd be, be nice. weird buying
0: night one and then just going home, and then night two still hasn't happened.
1: Or just well, watch, I was there for the first. Pass, watch but. night two from home, right? Maybe, uh, <laughs> maybe that's maybe that's all you got in you. For all you know, right? I just uh, maybe I I, I I sympathize with those people who may not be able to afford both nights of WrestleMania, but they can afford one. I mean, there's gonna be people out. who are going to both nights of
0: Takeover, then SmackDown, then both nights of Mania, then Raw. They're gonna do the whole fucking marathon. And-
1: of course, of course, those people <laughs> will always exist, right? They'll fly from halfway across the country just to. Uh, yeah. Just to just to do it, you know. Two nights,
0: I think two nights. I can do. We did back to back takeover pay per view. Mm-hmm. That's a good amount. Yeah, Once but we but three. we knew who were on the cards, right? Yeah. No, but I mean, uh, like like if there, like if the there was not when we bought the tickets, we didn't.
1: Right. No, but we knew like <laughs> if there was two nights of SummerSlam, and the tickets go on sale, you'd have I'd to take your nights. gamble. Oh, you you would just buy the two nights. Di- dip, into, dip into the uh, the old savings account for uh, that second night of WrestleMania.
0: <laughs> well, we bought TakeOver and SummerSlam. It was the same thing. No,
1: but that's what I'm saying. I'm saying there are a lot of people out there yeah. who cannot afford that financially. One night no. is a gift.
0: And that's too bad for them.
1: And, you know, know, you take that bet. It just would be nice, you know, to at least say, because I mean, we have a few matches on the card already. We know we got Sasha Bianca. We know we got Edge Roman. Just say, hey, Edge Roman night one. That's all you need to say. Sasha Bianca. No, I'm sure 19. they will,
0: but... I mean, tickets are on sale right ticket. now, though, you know?
1: I mean, this is when... I mean, that's when, problem. It's this is, like this the, is when you need to say it.
0: A playoff series can be seven games. You only buy one ticket. You just got to hope you buy the ticket to the game you want.
1: Yeah, but if you buy ticket, yeah, that's not the same at all, Mike.
0: And you have to buy your playoff tickets in advance. It's that's very not much the, same the same at all.
1: That's not the same at all. But yeah, my WrestleMania is I think is it's worse, actually,
0: because you only get one game out of seven. And it's unbooked. You could go and have the worst night of your life, at least At least with wrestling, there's some control. You can get entertained.
1: I guess, yeah. I guess you would get entertained either way, and then just pray to God that you don't buy tickets to the show that Braun and Shane will be on. Uh, Or at least then you know that you have, like, a good 15-minute opportunity to take a piss. Yeah. Um, I guess that's where it would be. Well, let's move on here with the uh, Wednesday Night War. Of course, you know, it's St. Patrick's Day. Uh, so let's celebrate it properly by heading over to our St. Patrick's Day slam on AEW Dynamite. AEW. All Elite. They coming for you, Vince. Better watch out. It's too sweet.
0: Dynamite. Uh, before we start there, just a quick mention. Did you watch any of Dark Elevation's debut.
1: It was. It was on... It was... Uh, I did. And it, it was, just like, dark, right?
0: Yeah, so it feels like now they kind of... It's kind of like the opposite of what we thought originally. Like, Dark Elevation seems like the B show now, and now Dark's the C show where the... Up and or
1: because it seemed like there were a couple things that happened on Dark Elevation where, like, the implications are moving over to the main roster. Yeah, uh, I think either way, we can agree that it's a better show than Main Event. Well, because um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> at least it doesn't just replay matches from four days before.
0: Yeah, uh, but still, too much. I can't watch it every week. There's still too much. Too much.
1: But, oh no, there's way uh, too much.
0: But I skimmed through. You know, the one notable thing. Tony Khan showed up on camera in an authority role for the first time and booked Seidel versus Omega. So
1: <laughs> Actually booking it.
0: Yeah. Wow. And then uh, the main event match was Riho and Maki Ito. So that was great because apparently Maki Ito is going back over to Japan. So this was her little, the end of her US tour.
1: Oh, that's a bummer.
0: Uh, but we'll remember her. I'm sure she'll, she'll be back because... Their entrance theme—it's going to be the next Judas. The crowd's going to be singing along to her karaoke.
1: Oh, really? I don't think—I—I mean—I it didn't leave that much of a mark with me. I don't remember. <laughs> uh...
0: This week, or at least on Dark Elevation, I heard some the crowd carrying the tune. Oh, really?
1: Like, well, Isha, e don't don't.
0: Oh shit! Wah. yeah. Anyways, uh, they had a fun match. Riho wins. Where you go, Riho? <laughs> but anyways, I had to throw that in there because it was a new show. I was still still. Yeah, confusing of what Dark Elevation exactly is, or what it's supposed to be, if it's ever going to be a TV show, or if it's permanently YouTube. Who knows?
1: Well, hey, who knows? I mean, it's fr- it's free to upload to YouTube, so it's free. Want to watch matches? <laughs> it would like save save them a also. little bit of money if they wanted to, if they wanted to. Yeah. So, anyways, let's get
0: on to the St. Patrick's Day Slam, as you said. Uh, yeah, they were decked out. Lots of green glitter everywhere. People in the crowd wearing the. little Everyone hats. Everyone had little hats on.
1: <laughs> a lot of people in the ring had their green, uh, you know, attire. It's, like, <laughs> it's
0: like we were talking about off airs every St. Paddy's Day in your early 20s. Uh, you know, just go to Dollarama. You buy all the green little clover crap, and you're good to go for the day.
1: Yeah, that's what it looks like, that they <laughs> bought every single green thing from Dollarama and then put it around the ring. And yeah. uh, just like, you know, we see it always with, like, there's. there will always be a Thanksgiving uh, themed uh, SmackDown <laughs> where uh, you know and somebody ends up with pumpkin pie. The in cornucopia
0: the face. of uh, exactly
1: yeah. right. It's always going to happen at some point. So St. Patrick's Day is no different.
0: Yep, just like everything, it's, it's always going to happen. It's dynamite. It's Cody time. But I was looking forward to this match because we're kicking off with Cody taking on Penta El Zero Miedo, and uh, yeah, just a great match to start off the show. You know. Cody himself showing some rare lucha moves in this one. He was doing like a, a top rope Hurricane Rana springboard.
1: Uh, some cool stuff. Yeah. Well, when you're in the room with a lucha master, you got to you gotta keep up with the lucha master. Yeah, and he certainly did. But
0: uh, he hits the crossroad with penta, penta kicks out at two. And then he hit a vertebraker for another two count. He was pulling out a lot of fun tricks here. But, uh, you know, I rag on Cody, but I never deny the man's talent. Of course so, not. <laughs> but uh, yeah, Pentagon fights Sorry, I said, gone. That part of him's gone. can' uh-huh. say pent. But anyways, he fights back, he gets Cody in the arm bar, snaps it backwards. Cody's in pain, uh, but while he's selling, he's able to roll Pent up and pins him for the three count. Mm. So great match. But uh, I want to see the feud continue.
1: And it probably will. You know, The po- yeah. there's a little post-match. <laughs> beat down uh, there. Uh, we got a good destroyer, which you never see Cody do. Cody's never in matches with people who are also doing destroyers. <laughs> uh, and, of course, like, it's become like, that's, I feel like the Canadian destroyer is is Penta's move whether he's on offense or defense. He can give <laughs> it just as well as he can take it yeah um, and it's al- it's always uh, just a work of art when when he uh, when he flips backwards or forwards
0: yeah I'll never get sick of that move it's uh yeah it's one of the great ones
1: no yeah, it truly is <laughs> and after the match yeah so Penta attacks Cody and then Arn Dustin uh, all the guns The whole nightmare
0: family that they grows every week all the uh, guns although QD Marshall is late to the party and they're getting Dustin still just yelling at him
1: see and they this is right. yeah they're all like where the hell were you and he was like I was getting my dick yeah, sucked
0: so there's 10 of you already to yeah games for so one and,
1: and it is funny yeah so it's like are you kidding me like you six couldn't take out Penta uh, mm-hmm. but then the also thing where were Lee Johnson and Aaron Solo? like I'm just saying if we're pissed at QT Marshall <laughs> for not making the save on the uh on the Nightmare family be pissed yeah. at the rest of the Nightmare family I'm well, I also like don't care that much yeah, about. Where was Q-
0: pregnant Brandy to help? Where was, where was pregnant
1: she- <laughs> Brandy? Where's the little daughter? Come kicking, kicking through the, uh, kicking through her belly there. Yeah, I'm also not yeah. sold on Q.T. Marshall like in general because he's a dark dude.
0: Yeah, he doesn't seem like it. Seems like they're putting too much into the storyline that not enough people are gonna even. Some people probably don't even know who he is, so like, who, who is this kid?
1: And man, I noticed this, maybe it was, it may have been like years, more months in the making. I really just noticed it on this week of Dynamite, where everyone's got someone. Um, What, like in their corner? Everyone's got someone. Of course, we have uh, our main event of the evening, which is being sold to us for weeks now. Of course, we have Thunder Rosa and Britt Baker coming on. Thunder Rosa is the only person who didn't like have somebody in there <laughs> didn't have somebody in this on this uh almost like mm-hmm. this entire uh card i know we got a quick women's match next but yeah everyone's got someone whether it's lance archer <laughs> who has someone or the entirety of team taz of course we know you know i mean we have many tag teams many stables uh, the matt hardy uh experience keeps growing uh darby allen still hanging out with the only other man <laughs> who paints his face uh, uh boy. One death exception. Tri- death triangle. Uh <laughs>
0: yeah. I'll throw one at you. Uh, mm-hmm. Abaddon. I don't think she's gonna have anyone
1: hanging around. Well she I don't think she was on the show this week. Oh, sorry. Just oh, oh I was show. just yeah, I was just really just looking this week on the show. It was like everyone yeah, was coming out with someone and I'm like, ah, okay. Yeah
0: that's true which uh, great
1: but it really does kind of alter that post-match breakdown because we say to ourselves anytime that you know babyface is getting beat the fuck up after a match we always ask ourselves where are the rest of the baby faces coming to help and having somebody <laughs> looking after somebody always just kind of like make sure that there will be somebody to thwart a post-match breakdown
0: yeah yeah moral authorities
1: exactly uh. yeah exactly
0: <laughs> Uh, yeah, I think before the next match, it's a brief Don, Kalos, Don Callis backstage, just talking to the Young Bucks, kind of putting them down a bit, saying, you guys just become another just another team with fancy tights. I don't see the Nick and Matt we saw in New Japan, so think well, about that.
1: Of course, we found out that, uh, you know, uh, Don Callis had faked a black eye to sort of gain some sympathy from uh, Kenny and the Good <laughs> Brothers. You know, Don Callis did feel bad about everything that sort of happened especially things that happened to Papa Buck and just wanted to present him with a uh, uh, what did the shirt say specifically no thigh slaps when kicking and then Matt (laughs) sort of looks at it and just throws it off to the side Uh, they made another joke like that on being the elite Um, I can't remember what it was but yeah I think it was yeah they made another one yeah I made another joke like that
0: (laughs) Uh, but then we did get Jade Cargill in singles action against Danny Jordan with a Y, but um, yeah, this was just so, just a showcase for Cargill to just dominate, looking real strong. She hits the Glam Slam, which is now called the Jaded, to get the easy win.
1: Jaded, yeah. Well, she needs the wins if you're, you know, you want to build her up. So, yeah, give, give them yeah. to she her. She looks
0: strong. She looks good. I mean, she's still new, but like, uh, she's physically impressive. Yeah,
1: still pretty green, but she'll get there. Yeah,
0: uh, MJF and his new stable come out to the ring uh Tully speaks first still great still a great talker just talking about them beating down the inner circle last week and this new group is the baddest in AEW and the pinnacle of the sport he puts over the group in the ring MJF speaks and says I guess I'm Judas now huh and uh yeah having to pretending to like Jericho was no walk in the park and uh something you could use a bit more of there chris oh he was just taking a bunch of jabs at him and his appearance his hairline his weird pecs just he's just going right going hard after jericho (laughs)
1: um
0: and this putting over all the other guys in the group and uh they revealed the name the pinnacle which yeah that's a good name
1: they're the pinnacle
0: the pinnacle uh, so there we go, and then we get some multi-man tag action: Jurassic Express and the Bear Country taking on Matt Hardy, Private Party, Butcher, and the Blade. Just uh, yeah, just your standard multi-man match. Lots of things, uh, lots of bodies. I guess there was one crazy part when Marco Stunt does this big dive, nearly kills himself.
1: Yeah, he gets tossed <laughs> over to the top by Bear Country. Oh, yeah. That's really uh, nice. Right around the beginning of the uh, of the match. And he almost, yeah, he almost like, like over flips over like, accidentally. Yeah.
0: Because <laughs> they probably never toss a guy that light. They're like, holy fuck. Uh,
1: oh, my out. God. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but uh, I think Blade catches him before he lands on his head. So he's good. Uh, but eventually, Marco does get isolated and uh, Private Party hit the gin and juice on him. Matt Hardy tags in and he picks him up, hits a twist of fate, gets the win.
1: Hit twist of fate. I uh I don't know if I I don't I, I'm finding it difficult to buy into this uh big money Matt Hardy shtick uh mm-hmm. right now.
0: Yeah yeah I don't know what uh,
1: I don't really know I don't know. And 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 uh, commentary was doing a good job of trying to sell us the butcher and the blade as hired guns, you know, without a direction. That's why they they've kind of been bouncing around from you know themselves and Eddie Kingston and whichever other fucking heel they worked with to yeah, form a even stable. the bunny left the group and then came back. Because even, yeah, like, they feel a little bit out of place on this team as cronies, mm-hmm. uh, like that kind of thing, yeah. um, where it seems like, yeah, Matt Hardy's just sort of collecting all these broken, lost tag teams, <laughs> <laughs> and then, uh, you know, trying to bring them up. But he's oh for 1, <laughs> right? I mean, he lost the fucking match against Hangman, so.
0: Yeah, I don't know. Hardy still hasn't... You know, he's been in AEW about a year now and kind of gone through three different versions of his character. Still kind of trying to find something that sticks, I guess. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, Christian Cage. Are they calling him Christian Cage or just Christian? I They're can't...
1: calling him Christian
0: Cage. Okay. Christian Cage. He gets interviewed backstage. Uh, yeah, just cuts a promo on Kenny Omega and wants to see him down the road after picking up a couple wins. So Okay yeah it's like we talked about last week now we have two cages on the show and two pages
1: we have cage we've got cages we got pages <laughs> whenever and and everything in between but yeah um yeah with it wasn't an in-ring uh appearance by christian cage it was the backstage kind of film interview um but it'll be great to see whoever his first uh you know whoever he challenges first really
0: yeah he needs a good first opponent yeah uh Eddie Kingston and John Moxley tag teaming up against the Good Brothers here. Uh but they get jumped during their entrance and we just have a big brawl all around the ring until we can properly start the match. Uh Good Brothers dominate. They isolate Eddie until Moxley tags in and uh get some good back and forth until eventually comes down to Anderson and Moxley. Mox catches him with an inside cradle, to get the three count. But then afterwards the Good Brothers come out, beat him up. Kenny comes out with a chair, but then Eddie jumps in to save him. So everyone's beating up uh, the two of them. and They wrap a chair around Eddie's leg and hit a big leg drop onto it. And they go back to Moxley, put the chair around his neck. But the young bucks run out to stop him. So now there's some dissension in the group. And uh, the good brothers and Kenny and Don throw up the two suite. But the young bucks shake their heads, refuse to do it. They walk off. But Kenny doesn't like it. So he grabs Matt, spins him around, yells at him to give him the too sweet but he won't do it just leave him hanging
1: <laughs> won't <laughs> so. even too sweet it was right around here where i started to uh just sort of ask myself why did why didn't the good brothers sign with aw
0: yeah it would make so much more i mean
1: it feels like they've been on the show every single week for months now and like not just on the show like an integral part of you know the main event scene for well over a month now and uh yeah yeah impact tag champs
0: uh speaking of i forget when exactly it happened but i'm pretty sure we're getting kenny omega versus the impact champion for title versus title of
1: course yeah so rich swan and moose had a uh, unification match between impact and tna title Mm-hmm. So not now that's been unified. And at the very same pay-per-view, the Good Brothers lost their Impact Tag Team Championships okay. to uh, David Finley and Juice Robinson. Okay, that part. Also is known bad, as but... Finjuice. Finjuice, yes. <laughs> which is not, not a good name. But it, I guess it's the best that they could have done combining their two. Because the other I option so. would have been like Dave Robertson. And see, that doesn't work. <laughs> that just sounds like I mean, someone's name.
0: Or just make up a name, but... Yeah. Uh, but, yeah. yeah, Kenny Omega, can he collect more titles? Who knows?
1: Well, I mean, this is the opportunity, right? And uh, sort of build to us as this belt collector. Uh, but title versus title really seems to put the uh, the advantage in Kenny Omega's corner.
0: Yeah, and I want him to do it. It's all leading to my fantasy booking where he's the, he needs that fifth title. And it comes down to his old friend and foe, Kota Abushi.
1: Oh, right. So, That's when we get the Kota Abushi. Yeah, we haven't seen any New Japan new stars Japan. Uh, since Kenta left or since we had that match with Kenta a month and a bit yeah. ago, beach break. And didn't Kenta also challenge Moxley and lose
0: for the U.S. title?
1: Well, yeah, because he had the briefcase for, um, like, or, you know, he had the ability to challenge for that IWGP United States Championship where he lost that match. Yeah, I thought he was going to win, but he didn't.
0: Who knows? Anyways, let's go back. Tony Chavoni's out on the ramp. So that means let's bring out Sting and Darby. So we do that. But uh, Darby, I think he's like all of us. He says, I'm done with Team Taz. I want to go back to defending my TNT title week in, week out. And uh, I want to start by paying tribute to the greatest TNT champion of all time. So Dark Order, if you want this back, step right up. You got an open challenge.
1: Step right up. Step right up.
0: But Lance Archer comes out and says, you got to be kidding me, man. How many times are you going to interview Sting week after week? So, yeah, I agree with you there,
1: too. <laughs> We're on your side, Lance. Uh, well, of course, Lance Archer coming out, of course, with Jake the Snake Roberts. Oh, yeah. He's a couple steps behind, but he's always there. <laughs> he's always a couple steps behind, but he'll show up.
0: Uh, so he cuts a heel promo, uh, and then Jake the Snake gets on the mic with the ultimate burn says go back and put your hot dog bun on because you ain't nothing but a weenie boy
1: this was a classic (laughs) insult where you need to set up the premise yourself ask them a question (laughs) and then finish the insult he says like you're gonna need your bun (laughs) Your hot dog bun, because <laughs> yeah. you're a weenie, and it was yeah, like, was no oh, to... <laughs> okay, it's not. <laughs> it was a fantastic joke, by the way. It was funny. I yeah. hope he wrote it himself, but uh, I don't know if it was ha
0: ha funny, but it was funny. Oh, I ha would <laughs> I ha would I mean, I ha would Maybe not for the <laughs> I don't know. The delivery, everything was. It was great.
1: <laughs> yeah, it was worth it. It was well worth it.
0: Uh, but just when you thought it was over, Team Taz comes out, uh, and Cage gets in Sting's face, tells him he respects him. But then Taz is trying to stop him, but uh, Cage is showing some uh, – he's holding he's, – uh, he's, he's not listening to Taz. He's shrugging him off. So the whole group gets pissed at Cage, and they all argue, and he pushes through them and just walks off. And then uh, later in the show, we find out that John Silver is the one to accept Darby's TNT title challenge.
1: So is this our um, – uh, are we getting a baby face Brian
0: Cage? Maybe. I mean, big man likes to break stuff. This uh, The
1: Swolverine. I really want Swolverine, that shirt, yeah. by the way. Um, that beard. It gets <laughs> pointier every week. It's, his beard gets pointier every... Yeah, his little, his little thing man. gets pointier every week, you know? I mean, yeah, yeah. Team Taz has been going for a while. Mm-hmm. This is not a stable that just kind of started. Uh, this is something that's been here for coming up on a year now. You know, I mean, double or nothing... Uh, was when Brian Cage was introduced to it, when kind of, I think, Team Taz really solidified itself. And then, of course, we got Ricky Starks later, and then Powerhouse Hobbs. Uh, Maybe it's just time to kill it all. Let these guys go in their own separate direction. I feel as though Team Taz has actually kind of hurt Will Hobbs. He was on a great streak. Remember when he was about to team up with Moxley? Moxley there uh, for yeah. a bit and then you know sort of plans changed or whatever had you I would uh I would like to see Team Taz uh fold
0: Yeah yeah it's not really doing much for any of the guys involved right now so I mean Taz he can just go back to his commentary thing he's fine do whatever or whatever he wants to do, he can still be a manager for someone.
1: Of course, I yeah. Don't. Well, his son—he's got a son. You know, oh yeah, he, can, he looks. He can, like He wants
0: to be a wrestler, so
1: he can manage Hook. But I'm just really worried about this FTW championship. Oh. <laughs> <know>. <laughs> you mean you mean uh, the belt that uh Brian Cage hasn't worn to the ring in three months?
0: I mean AEW won't recognize it, so yeah, they
1: won't. Re- they do not recognize that belt.
0: Yeah, so he's like, well, fuck. So it. what's
1: the point? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Uh, Ray Phoenix takes on in Helico,
0: and uh, yeah, just a fun, high-flying match here. Phoenix just being
1: awesome, so Uh, hits the Phoenix driver, gets the win. Phoenix driver! Yeah, um, I mean, Ray Phoenix, possibly one of the most consistent wrestlers here in AEW. Phenomenal since day one. You expect these type of performances out of him, and every single time, he does not disappoint. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah.
0: But, uh, yeah, we get some small development between Kip and Miro. Just backstage, Miro's like, yeah, I don't care about Penelope. I care about the match. So, uh, trust me, man, having your wife at ringside's the worst. <laughs> so, there you go. Like we said, subtle jabs back and forth are fun. Of course. These little jokes.
1: It's <laughs> subtle. It's fun. It's
0: subtle. Yeah, it's fun. Uh, and then backstage, MJF he goes to the inner circle's old locker room and takes a sign off the door. Puts up one for the pinnacle. So
1: that's, that's, how, that's, how, of,
0: that's how you know it's real. <laughs> that's an official transfer of ownership. <laughs> legally.
1: Yeah. As soon as a new sign is put up, then uh, If uh, I go legally. up to your car
0: and put my plate on it, it's my car f- now. Yeah, that's what they say. Yeah, no, that's <laughs> true. Uh, then Justin Roberts is in the ring to let us know the lights are about to turn off, ending the sanctioned event for the night. <laughs> and when they turn back on... AEW will no longer be held responsible. uh, And we're going to be treated to a false count anywhere. Anything goes. No time limit. Main event match. Dr. Britt Baker taking on Thunder Rosa. And yeah, this is one, you know, this feud's been cooking for a long time now. Well worthy Mm -hmm. of the the first ever women's main event in AEW. So
1: Yeah, I mean, we had two women's matches on this card. And uh, so that's, you know, that's a huge step.
0: Yes, but uh, one small step for, man, one giant leap for AEW Women's Wrestling in this (laughs) match here. So, as they go to square off, Rebel at ringside just nails Rosa in the back with a crutch. So, Baker gets an early advantage and uh, hits the big air raid crash on the stage. and We get some chair shots early on. Uh, Rosa's just fighting two against one, dealing with Rebel whenever she can, but... uh, Uh, Yeah, they fight over the barricade into the crowd and back up. uh, And then when Thunder Rosa, she's crawling up the steel steps back up to the ramp. When Baker comes in and just curb stomps her face right down into the steel. Um, And then the first, we get a very rare sight. Woman, a woman blade job as Rosa comes up bleeding from the head. Uh, And she was smart. She cut it on the side where her face paint isn't so she can get a double thing going on.
1: She flips back and forth where that face pain is, though. She <laughs> likes to go on, and she just flips on back and forth either side sometimes. Does she? I, uh, noticed. Yeah, I noticed that this time. Um, that's cool. Yeah. Darby's always one side. Darby's No, Darby, yeah, Darby mm-hmm. keeps it OG.
0: Well, that's cool, and uh, yeah, she was bleeding here. She comes up. Uh, Baker's just tossing a bunch of chairs into the ring, uh, just hitting knee strikes on the bloody Thunder Rosa, but then Rosa fights back, starts hitting Brit with the chairs, and they go back and forth, and One thing I noticed in this match, I think Baker, I think she throws the best punches of any woman wrestler out there. I think so. Like, they just look real. They don't look stiff, they just look real. Mm -hmm. Or like, I don't know. Anyways, Baker hits a big superplex off the top rope onto that pile of chairs. Uh, But then Rebel gets a ladder, tosses it into the ring for Britt. And I gotta mention the jacket that she was wearing. I loved it. It says... Not Reba, Rebel or something. Like
1: well, or not. and now she she was being billed like all across her, uh, you know, any of the sign of the uh, you know notices that came up or the signage or whatever. It's all saying Rebel bracket, not Reba. <laughs> yeah, so uh, you know, look, look forward to that as to in terms of plot going
0: forward. Yeah, eventually maybe she'll just snap and be like, "It's Rebel." Yeah, I call rebel. her
1: both.
0: Yeah, I like the jacket though, the nice glittery red. It looked great. Mm-hmm. Uh, But anyway, so she helps her out. She throws the ladder in the ring. But then Rosa slams Baker down into the ladder and then puts her into the corner. So Baker, she's seated down to the corner. And then uh, the ladder's right across her face. And then Thunder Rosa comes running in with a big drop kick right to the head. Ladder hits her in the face, which gives us our second blade job. As Baker comes up dripping from the head. This is insane.
1: Yeah, I think it. Uh, I think it happened here. Or there was kind of like two maneuvers in a row, and yeah, then two uh, big ladder hits. And then things. I think Reba goes, or sorry, not Reba, Thunder Rosa goes under the stage for something, and then she comes back. The up. Camera followed her to. Allow yeah, Baker that's to how you know. Her. That's how you know, folks. We're killing. <laughs> but that's fine. Hey, I love it. We're, we're, uh, we're, we're say, killing the business
0: over here on the uh, on the <laughs> <laughs> No, this is fun. We want to know. We want to know uh, the inside details.
1: Of course. Yeah. Yeah
0: uh baker went a little bit deeper though with her cut as this this thing was dripping blood the canvas is just getting painted and her face just instantly covered she's getting in her eyes she's got the crimson mask she went full dustin yeah i'll keep saying it this was amazing this was insane uh tony Chavoni on commentary this was hard for him to watch he said he's been a good friend of hers the <laughs> baker's so he hates to see this but uh the bloody brit she just hits a flat liner into the ladder and. Goes to follow up off the top rope, but then Thunder Rosa climbs up, hits a Death Valley driver off the top rope onto a ladder. Holy shit. Uh, and then poor Reba has to sacrifice her nice new jacket. She just, like, uses her sleeve to wipe some of the blood to get it out of Britt's eyes because she's having trouble seeing it from this damn cut. <laughs> but uh, we continue. This thing goes on. Baker DDTs Rosa onto a chair and follows up with a curb stomp onto the chair. But Rosa somehow kicks out at two. And the bloody face of Britt Baker is just smiling into the camera in a visual that is going to be on the opening montage of Dynamite from now until forever.
1: Forever. Sure. Forever. It should be on the opening montage of How to Wrestle. Yeah. I heard
0: that, like, after the show was over, there was already a T-shirt up on Pro Wrestling Tees. Oh, perfect. I'm looking, for I'm
1: looking for it right now, baby. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and as if this couldn't get any crazier, we get the cherry on top. Uh, as Reba hands Brit the old string sack. And any wrestling fan knows what's in there. And she pours out thousands of thumbtacks. Uh, she tries to hit a swinging neckbreaker onto it, but Rosa counters. So Reba comes running in, tries to hit her with a crutch, but she ducks that and then hits Reba with her own crutch. So, uh, and then she's able to dropkick Rebel off the apron, and she crashes through the floor. So nice little bump for her. She's out. And then she turns back around to Baker and power bombs her right onto the thumbtacks. But that only gets two count. And I say the referee was kind of brave here. He was just slamming his damn They
1: were all, he hand. was slamming his hand on those thumbtacks. Yeah, right there, right in the, yeah, so he, I don't he know. He probably a got a couple, hands. he probably got a couple stuck yeah. in them too.
0: <laughs> but if the girls can do that, the woman can do that, he can take that.
1: Of course.
0: Uh, so the crowd's going nuts. I'm going nuts. They're giving us everything here. Uh, Rosa tries to follow up, but then Baker captures her in the lockjaw. But Slender Rosa is smart. She's able to just roll her back right onto the more thumbtacks. And then at this point, they just cut to an amazing overhead shot. It just shows the carnage in the ring. There was blood, tacks, ladders, chairs, crutches, everywhere. This was just like a car wreck. Uh, So they finally, we're getting to the big finale here. They fight up on the outside of the ring to the apron where there's another table set up on the floor. Thunder Rosa picks up Britt and hits the fire Thunder Driver off the apron, through the table, on the floor. Fucking insanity. And then Rosa covers Baker, who is dead and half under the ring at this point, and finally gets the three count, giving her the victory in a outstanding and monumental match in the history of women's wrestling.
1: The history of the entire thing, the entire thing, from start to today, yeah, uh, culminated in what is a genuine match of the year candidate, absolutely, Um, possibly (laughs) career-altering match for both of these women, career-defining, and you know, on that huge scale, one of the best, one of the best main events we've ever seen on on Dynamite. You know, they don't do these matches too much. They do them, I think, like the perfect amount. And you kind of have this encouragement from, you know, management. And you can find on YouTube uh, kind of clips from immediately after uh, Britt Baker getting up. And Tony Khan, Kenny Omega, they're right there. Tony Khan's just looking at her straight in the face and saying that was the best match this company has ever seen. (laughs) And it may have been. You You could say that.
0: I yeah, you definitely can't. Uh, Thunder Rosa right after the three count, she was breaking down, crying. Right after, you could see Baker had bloody tears going down her face as she's laying there. So
1: yeah, she knew. She knew as soon as that match was over, this this was was. special. And it's so great to see these things where both performers win. I mean, Britt Baker lost. But Britt Baker Uh, did not lose. She did not lose. Uh, And like our first, it's been over a year now, a year and a half maybe, our first genuinely incredible uh, women's match here on AEW. Yeah, on free TV. On free television. Yeah, just fucking kudos all around. Match of the year. Would love to see not only the women in uh, AEW. You know, this is the fucking benchmark now. You can watch Sasha Bailey from TakeOver Brooklyn or you can watch this one and be like, hey, just fucking do those. Do that. And you will be great. Yeah, and all those, the little like girls out said, there fucking too. training for uh, you know for a for a potential future as a WWE su- or you know professional wrestling superstar. Fucking watch this match.
0: Yeah, that is the direct comparison I would make. Obviously, this match was way more violent, but storyline wise, like the drama, the the emotion, Sasha Bailey. Than this, these are the top two probably woman matches of all time, and uh, we were lucky to see it.
1: Oh yeah, for and- sure, and we got that fucking the one uh onto the ladder when it was like an air raid th- onto the ladder and yeah. uh brit baker <laughs> she just kept s- going. go straight shoulder first and you're just oh and of course after uh i got uh, you gotta check out this little video afterwards where it's just like the medical staff being like okay you still have a couple uh, thumbtacks in you we're gonna take them out of you <laughs> <laughs> and he's like they're like pulling them out with pliers there yeah this, wow
0: This had everything and more then we'll remember it for forever
1: And uh, there is a funny line um, That Burt Baker says after the match And she's like I, I hope I, She says I hope I did Moxley proud oh, she, she says I think she
0: outdid She Moxley. says
1: I hope I did Jericho proud Oh She and, did everyone proud Well I mean she did finish with a third sentiment Sorry. And she said I wonder what Meltzer's gonna say <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, we don't see this all too often. We don't see this level of brutality not only on national television. I don't think we've ever seen this b- level of brutality coming from, uh, from women, two f- two female performers.
0: Yeah, no, uh, I think I already saw a bit of Meltzer comments, just basically echoing
1: what we said. This was one of the best women matches ever. Is you there know. a chance? Have we had? Because we haven't had a five star women's match yet. I think. I think not. B- in North America. Not North America. Yeah, I think Becky, Becky, Charlotte, Asuka. Remember that ladder match at something?
0: TLC. Bro. TLC,
1: maybe. I think that was four seven five. I think that was yeah. the closest one we got to. <coughs> um, yeah, he only gave
0: Sasha Bailey four and a half, which is injustice. But
1: <laughs> <laughs> but I don't know. There is a chance that this could There's be. a chance. The first he... ever. North American five star women's match, and if the, yeah. if that's the way it goes, I'm fucking fully supportive. I'd be happy with that. Yeah, I could see him taking a
0: half point off for the. He he's not. A, he's more straight wrestling, less hardcore. But he, even he knows how good it was.
1: Oh yeah, I don't know. Yeah, it's, it's. He I know he liked the
0: street fight. So I,
1: we'll he see. did like the street fight. I think <laughs> the uh, barbed wire death match got four and a half. Um. Hmm. So. Uh.
0: One thing I'll say is uh, I'm sorry. Hakaru Shida, but these two need to be feuding over the title. Mm-hmm. So, Thunder Rosa Britt Baker—that needs to be your next title match. Yeah, Thunder Hikaru Rosa Britt Shida.
1: Baker, not Hakaru Shida, leaning or looking at a television at a forty-five degree angle with her hands, not quite writhing together like she's planning something. More just kind of <laughs> like like she's praying, but standing up. <laughs> yeah, oh, poor, poor Hakaru Shida, right? Yeah, yeah, that sucks. That sucks for her. But uh, I mean, I that's, mean, that's, that's the mo- maybe th- that's the motivation for you know her to have a damn good match uh, in the future.
0: But yeah, these two have forever. Now they're always going to have this this callback that they'll be able to do Rose and Baker anytime they have a match. People are
1: going to be like, "Oh, what's going to happen?" Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Uh, oh. Yeah, what a fantastic end! Uh, what a fantastic end to the show. Of course, you know, on AEW, we're not building to anything, but. Hey, every week can still be special in its own little way. Yeah, what a
0: what a Saint Paddy's Day slam. What a slam. By the end of it. It went from green to red by the <laughs> end.
1: <laughs> yeah. Everywhere went from drinking green beer to drinking red beer by the end of the uh <laughs> by, by the end of the night. Well, let's switch over uh to the TNT network. Or not sorry, not the TNT. Let's switch over <laughs> from the TNT network to the USA network because of course we have to talk about some WWE NXT. NXT. But, um, what does it mean? But, um, I don't know, but it's a good wrestling,
0: so NXT, watch
1: and see, how
0: to tap, count,
1: What does NXT stand for? Who knows? But we do have a pay-per-view coming up uh, in, well, just uh, like the, th- the the day or three days before uh, Mania, stand and deliver.
0: That's right. So Finn Balor comes out, and talks about all the big names, he's beaten as champ, and the only guy left is Karrion Cross so uh take over your time's up so cross comes out uh with scarlet the color promo and just confirms yeah i want the match so
1: that'll be your title match that's gonna be our uh probably main event there over at the uh stand and deliver pay-per-view i think it's actually the only match that we have on the card right now
0: yeah yep. we'll fill that in but uh birch and Lorcan come out the tag champs and then scarlet seductively cuts a promo on them and Kind of just goads them into defending their titles later against Balor and Cross,
1: So that'll be your main event. Why the heck not? You know, there's nothing better to do when two if two people hate each other. There's nothing better to do than to put them on the same tag team.
0: <laughs> yeah. But, <laughs> but then Dexter Loomis takes on Austin Theory. and Beforehand, uh, Candace and Johnny just kind of talking to Austin on his iPad just says, this is your last step of therapy. Go in there alone and prove you can beat him without the way. So... Anyways, uh, he's going after his buddy Loomis, just pounding on him, showing he's not scared, looking good. But Loomis fights back, hits a big clothesline. But then Dexter's impressed, so he offers her hand, helps him up. Theory gives him a hug, but then Loomis just locks in the silence and passes out. The silence.
1: Oh, this is one of those weird uh, booking things for me where it's like, I don't know if I'm supposed to feel bad for Austin Theory or if I'm supposed to be on Dexter Loomis's side. You know, Theory has already become, he's the whipping boy of the way. Uh, mm-hmm. He's the one who keeps kind of getting left behind uh, or dragged out from their, you know, they're sort of walking out to the ring or something. <laughs> um, yeah, I guess, do they unite against the tyrannical reign of Johnny Gargano um, at one point? Who knows? Yeah, great match. Great to see Dexter Loomis healthy again yeah. and sort of back into it because it feels like they don't know what to do with him sometimes it's like he's a really interesting character he has that he does that art stuff sometimes Yeah, uh, but it, it sometimes feels like they don't know what to do with him so it's just nice to see him getting some wins
0: yeah yeah who knows he's uh, the, the tortured artist
1: the tortured artist that's I forgot I forgot that was the nickname <laughs> uh, Adam
0: Cole comes out That's cuts bay. an angry promo He's pissed off at Kyle O'Reilly. He calls him out. But William Regal comes out instead. Uh, says he's not here. But then Kyle pops up on the screen and uh, just starts yelling at him. He's in his car or something. Just yelling at Adam. It's making some threats. Making it personal. Uh, then we go to some tag action. Legato Del Fantasma versus Breezango. Uh Yeah, nothing too crazy. Legato get the win. But then afterwards, Jordan Devlin comes out. With his cruiserweight title, cuss a promo talking about who's the rightful champion, and then you know Escobar gives this reply. We know where this leads. Champ versus champ. Uh, let's find out who is the undisputed cruiserweight champion.
1: Now I think they were holding like the same belts, didn't we? Wouldn't we ask ourselves this question the other week? Like, yeah, do, I doesn't he have the purple one was around, but I guess not. I think they were holding the same. It looked the yeah, same to did. me at least. I may have to go back and like really kind of pause and look for it.
0: Yeah, no, I think they were the same version, so... For something. Uh,
1: yeah, but like you said, we're leading to, you know, the official, the unification uh, champion. Of course, Jordan Devlin's sitting on 400 plus days right now. 418 <laughs> yeah, plus yeah. days as the champion. Very quietly. And, uh, El Hio Del Fantasma, yeah, I, I haven't forgotten that name. He himself is sitting on almost 300 days. Uh, huh. This, you know, this belt has kind of been unused, really, but I think having Jordan Devlin back... Uh, we'll just kinda create a little bit of uh urgency and importance to it and uh we'll just strike this one down to being a banger. Yeah. It's gonna be a and banger, a, right? It'll be good. It's gonna be and a banger.
0: Yeah. yeah, he ended it off with a big headbutt to Escobar, which busted his lip open pretty good the hard way.
1: Yeah, another this could be another good one where I feel like well, I feel like when Jordan Devlin left he was a heel. And that's fine with me because I can watch Two Heels go at it in, uh, you know, just fun, a bunch of flippity flus. I can go for it. I don't care. <laughs> yeah, it'll be fine. <laughs> uh,
0: we got a little hype video for this incoming uh, woman's wrestler, Saray. Saray? I can't remember. I didn't write down it. Benet. Yeah, it was a name and face. That, it was a
1: name and face that I've never seen. Yeah. I don't think I've seen or heard of them. But uh, you know, classic, good, classic NXT hoarding all the women's talent so uh, so the rest yeah. of the world can't have it.
0: She looked good though from this, you know, Japanese strong style type mm-hmm. uh, should fit right into this this stacked division. Oh fucking I mean, stacked! Like, at least, like we said though, they got these new tag titles, so there's more for this more to fight for. Yeah. Speaking uh, of the tag
1: titles, they didn't show up at all, right?
0: <laughs> there was like an interview backstage, I think. Right, yeah. but no,
1: not But no like in-ring work or nobody no. came out. Okay, yeah.
0: No, but uh, the former champ, Dakota Kai, she was taking on Zoe Stark tonight. So, uh, who I still don't know much about Zoe. We kind of don't really know her. She just, I don't know, seems like a baby face.
1: Yeah, so. didn't she have a little thing about uh, realizing her dream? To become an NXT Pretty standard I mean you know uh, So all I really know about her Is that she has a dream
0: (laughs) Yeah Uh, So But she's good She's a good wrestler here Some nice chain wrestling stuff Uh, Yeah she tries to hit a springboard at one point But Dakota catches her midair With a Shawn Michaels super kick And then uh, Hits a go to kick (laughs) was was
1: Was it specifically a Shawn Michaels super kick?
0: Well, it was the same spot that Shelton Benjamin and Shawn Michaels did with the springboard. Into oh, the
1: yeah, and then, like, he just fucking drops. Yeah, okay, yeah. I can see it now. Uh, but anyways, so Dakota hits the
0: go-to-kick to get the win. and uh, But then afterwards, Io Shirai comes out and just kind of walks past her and slams a contract into Raquel Gonzalez saying, I
1: want the match. Sign I- it. Love it. I love that. Never do we see uh, the champion want the match. Either you're a piece of shit heel who's going to do everything you can to not take the match or uh, a naive babyface who's going to get beat up in the process. It's nice to see Io Shirai just fucking throw paper at her. Uh, Fucking sign it. it. Let's go.
0: And then she even helps Zoe to the back after just because she's nice.
1: She's a nice gal. What can we say? Mm -hmm. You know, she's uh, one of the best in the business. Mm Hmm. Uh, Imperium
0: come out. Uh, but Ciampa attacks him with a chair. And then we get one-on-one, Tommaso Ciampa versus Bartel. And uh, Ciampa just dealing with the interference outside because his buddy Thatcher isn't there. So, uh, But he overcomes it. Gets a win here. With that new grown hair that's coming in. <laughs> it's a little uh, bit. It's a little bit of hair. A little bit. But then we get that beautiful music. As the United Kingdom champion, Walter, makes his big return to NXT here. Gets in the ring, and him and Ciampa just kind of beat down. Or they beat down Ciampa three on one. Walter hits the big powerbomb. Imperium stands tall. Although Alexander Wolfe, I think, is
1: hurt still or something. Yeah, I think it was just the three of them or something, right? So Walter's here. That's all that matters. Walter's here. That's all that matters. Uh, you know when Dvorak's New World Symphony starts playing, you know it can only mean one person. I like that Walter went the uh, the Ric Flair route uh, when it came to like entrance music. Like, don't write a new song. Yeah. Take a piece. Take a piece of like royalty free music. All we need to do is pay for someone to record it. Yeah. and then we're daniel all Bryan good. as well daniel, daniel bryan, bryan went for that route it's uh really if you want your and i mean if you're thinking three of the, that that could be three of the best uh theme songs in the history in the history
0: yeah you know i think i would go uh, moonlight sonata third movement <laughs> <That'd be great.
1: laughs> moonlight sonata that's what yours the would third be movement, coming though. down coming it's down much to much faster rink. Coming so down like to the ring, friend. we should uh, we should make a little comp. Co- we should compile the uh, the classical pieces that people have used for uh, <laughs> these things. That's great, Walter yeah. Chompa. We can we could play the music on our show. We could actually play it, <laughs> uh, Walter Chompa. I guess that's it.
0: You know, Walter. Anything we'll make those. I'm fine with. <laughs> yeah, Walter and uh, I mean, we anybody. still have to get Walter Finn at some point. We were promised
1: that. A we were yet. promised that, and goddamn it, I, I, as you know, I won't. For, I never forget. I will never forget about Raw Underground. I will <laughs> never forget about the Brand Brand Invitational, and I will never forget that we were promised Walter Finn. Um, I want to look back. I'm, i I got to do some internet sleuthing because I feel as though there's a uh, a Walter Ciampa match from you know pre WWE days that can, you know, kind of really get me pumped up for this one. Yeah. I feel like it exists somewhere on the internet from a different company, maybe something like PWG <laughs> or something, because I think he was a fucking PWG champion for a long time, so it would be great to see maybe something else lives exists out there. Yeah, I could definitely see that.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, but then we go backstage where William Regal is told that Adam Cole has been attacked, <gasps> so he runs outside uh, to the road, or I don't know, but uh, he finds Kyle O'Reilly being loaded into a police car, and Adam Cole's in handcuffs as well, just yelling at Kyle that he's crazy. He ran him off the road, causing this this car accident we're looking at here. So...
1: That's that's illegal.
0: That's dangerous. That's very dangerous.
1: We should uh remember
0: it could have harmed innocent people.
1: Well, yeah, remember um uh remember when the Miz was trying to claim custody of Otis's uh, money in the bank briefcase? So we had uh we had uh, WWE court with um who was <laughs> it was JBL? I think was the uh, judge. Yeah, the we judge. We need to yeah. bring uh Judge JBL back in here. I think because there's a lot of. Like, professional wrestling aside, there's a lot of illegal activity occurring down here <laughs> at the <laughs> on NXT. Um, it would be, so it would be nice to have some kind of, like, legal ramification for that. You know, maybe, uh, somebody has to, like, collect garbage on the side of the road with one of those little <laughs> pointy sticks, maybe someone has to wear an ankle monitor, just something. Because, uh, I, I gotta say, Trips, Shawn Michaels, Matt Bloom, they do not have control <laughs> of the NXT roster. <laughs> the, the 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 inmates are running the asylum. I mean, they trusted Regal. But they trusted him. But cool. now look what happened. I mean, you know, you have yeah. the most da- you know, William Regal is responsible for the most dangerous place in professional wrestling, the NXT parking lot. <laughs> he oversees that to a degree.
0: Well, this was out of his jurisdiction. This was just down the road. It was
1: just down the road. It was out off property. It's like, sorry, what am I supposed to do? Yeah, okay. exactly.
0: Uh, but then we get the in-ring debut of La Knight taking on August Gray here. Uh, but Knight's just kind of dominating him when Bronson Reed comes out wearing his blue leather jacket, doing the the fat guy in a little coat routine.
1: Classic fat guy in a little sh- in a little shirt. Classic yeah. bit. <laughs> <An old> Harley.
0: <laughs> Uh, so he rips the sleeves off. This distracts Knight and Austin Gray nearly rolls him up for the big upset, but Knight kicks out soon after hits this headlock driver thing to get the win in his debut. A headlock,
1: yeah, a headlock driver thing. Um, yeah, kind of like Bailey's finisher. Yeah. I mean, this was, uh, this was, this was, uh, LA Knight, a man formerly known as Eli Drake, man formerly known as uh Dick Rick so really? sa- so sa- so says his uh <laughs> so says his wikipedia but yeah his first WWE <laughs> appearance uh since 2013
0: was that when he was Dick Rick?
1: Uh, he used to be a development <laughs> Oh, uh,
0: I remember a tag team called the Dicks. No, so his name in
1: was... WWE was Sean Ricker. Oh. Uh, d- but still
0: that could be part of the Dicks, Dick for short.
1: Little, you know, kind of like development talent, you know, that kind of thing. Uh, never quite had his opportunity, uh, but now he here he is. And it seems like NXT is kind of like this uh, this home for people coming maybe maybe back to WWE or, I mean, hey, fucking this guy, LA Knight, whatever you want to call him, he's 38 years old. He's the type, of, it's, you think they would throw him onto the main roster, but it seems like, you know, with guys between, we have Finn Balor here, we have uh la knight i mean formerly man formerly known as damian priest i guess he's still known as damian priest but like nxt (laughs) has nxt has kind of become a home for like hey you can be in your mid to late 30s and still crush it on this quote unquote like developmental show
0: uh yeah i love seeing it like seeing it i had to look it up because yes there was a former tag team in wwe called the dicks (laughs) james james and chad dick and they would dress up as Chippendale dancers.
1: Oh, that was the sti- was the thing like they yeah. were brothers. It's like, like, "Ah, we can
0: say Dick cuz it's their name. The, the Dicks, Dicks are on the TV." The Dick
1: brothers or yeah, they yeah. could have I'm sure they could have tried to get away with it like his name is Richard, like their names are both Richard and,
0: <laughs> and funnily, it, funny, it, this was after the Attitude
1: era too. This was
0: like 2000s.
1: Wow, that sounds like an Attitude era. <laughs> <laughs> I know. So they were trying to like hang on like, ah, the Dick." Like Attitude era or maybe just like WCW. 2005.
0: <laughs> yeah. Anyways, <laughs> let's go on to the main event here. We got tag team title match. Danny Burch, One Lorkin defending against Finn Balor and Cross. Uh So Balor and Cross, they're working okay together early on. They're in control. Uh, and then the match kind of took a turn when I think Danny Burch gets injured legit. Uh, at one point when Cross does like a suplex onto him and Lorkin, but he kind of jumped wrong, I guess, landed on his head a bit and then the ref checked on him and he was just out the rest of the match mm-hmm. i don't know if you noticed that
1: yeah it seemed to de- uh derail you know certainly a bit of the momentum that the match had uh going yeah yeah because they are so the, he was they good. are the tag champs right
0: yeah, yeah. The, you know it's been a little quiet but uh mm-hmm. anyway so now Lorkin's on his own but he does okay he takes over um eventually the match spills to the outside of the ring and Finn Balor hits a big running shotgun drop kick on Lorkin, which knocks him flying into Scarlett, which sends her flying. She goes down hard, but Finn didn't mean to do it, so he checks up on her. But he's anchored the Gator, so Cross grabs him, slams him all around the ringside barricade, throws him back into the ring, uh, and then Lorkin hits the Unbridled Rage to get the win, retain the titles, pinning the NXT champion. That's that's a little crazy for him. Wow! Yeah, but uh, immediately after, Cross continues to beat him down. Uh, yeah, just beating up Finn until Scarlet stops him. She helps Finn up, but that's just so Cross can hit his big running back elbow. And so the two of them stand tall to end the show.
1: Are you still not sold on uh on that on that finishing maneuver?
0: Uh, okay. I mean it's a bit better, but.
1: Yeah, I know you were. I know you. I know you were cold on it. Uh, I think the first couple times we saw it, but um, I think this is the Carrion Cross that we meant to see. I mean, we had this huge dominant force get hurt immediately, uh, and then we haven't gotten the opportunity. So it's gonna be nice to see Carrion Cross kind of building up towards uh, stand and deliver, and then eventually have that match.
0: Yeah, you know, I'll reserve judgment. I think it can be good. So
1: we'll see. We'll see. Well, of course, and we still have a little while before we can, you know, as soon as that card really kind of fully forms, then we'll be able to have a better injury, but yeah, or sorry, better idea, but yeah, hopefully Danny Birch is not injured, and it was just a little minor issue, uh, it, would, it would, yeah, it would just be a shame, if, um, you know, to kind of have, kind of have this run interrupted just by, I mean, yeah I mean
0: msk are still supposed to get there soon
1: uh, yeah yeah so. I mean, you know kind of battling a little bit of an injury there. uh but yeah no Pete Dunne on this show and no uh yeah no real appearance by our new uh NXT women's tag champions. but fucking let's keep it for next week. we got time yeah. I
0: heard rumors that there may have been a covid outbreak in NXT as there well. was a this covid outbreak
1: be. yeah. so it yeah. could have uh, could have affected all those, which would probably explain why Kyle O'Reilly wasn't in person at yeah, the uh, maybe the
0: Gargano's on their iPad as well
1: yeah that could explain that at the place what's it called again where they where they are cause it's not the, the Capital Wrestling Capital Center. Wrestling Center fuck I always forget what it's called CWC I always want to say Cruiserweight yeah. Classic I know it's, <laughs> it's like guys <laughs> come on you couldn't have picked a better something like something I don't know yeah, the PC was just perfect it PC easy. it's easy to say uh, yeah. you know and then even the other place they were at Whatever it was called, fucking. Uh...
0: Oh yeah. Uh, full full sale. sale.
1: Yeah. We got it. We were gonna get there. Uh, we were gonna get there. Eventually. I wonder
0: if they're gonna go back to full sale once it's back tomorrow. I don't know. Who knows? I mean, who right the now heck that knows? They built the CWC. Who knows?
1: And like, and that's what I wonder. Like, it really seems like NXT is the type of show that could. Go on the road and play those similar sized venues that AEW would play. Or you know, what's the um it's not called Rico Coliseum anymore. Yeah, it's
0: uh it's a camera. Canon. Canon, something
1: think. like that, yeah, something else. But canon. yeah, whoever like NXT could could fill that.
0: Yeah. I think. Uh I'm just reading an update here. Danny Birch believed to be out of action for several months here. Jesus, fuck. Fuck yeah, his right shoulder. Or something. Fuck. Uh so who knows? Those titles, who knows if uh maybe Pete Dunn'll step in and be his partner for now Yeah, you
1: know, kind of can. occupy some kind of free bird rule. Remember uh well Matt Matt Rath, the Thatch Man stepped into the uh limelight to help out Matt Riddle when Pete Dunn was out. Uh so or perhaps uh Mr. Pat McAfee could come back. Or the Pat group McAfee for can come gold. back. It'd be nice <laughs> if he had a match at the uh at the stand and deliver. Yes.
0: Uh but that was it for the Wednesday night. Uh we do have a pay-per-view this weekend but not very much on it as of right now. So let's do a quick little look at
1: it. Let's get right into it. You know, I mean or it could just end up being one of those nice shows that wraps by 10:25 and everyone can get to bed and This could be over by 9:30. It could be over by 9:30 for all we know. What was that what pay-per-view was recent that was over there was one. immediately? There was fuck yeah it was, and we had ended early and we're all like wow was it the, was, before no before it was the one before the rumble i think whatever that was tlc was uh, it tlc it was just like over you're like huh okay here we go yeah. uh but yeah matches on the card uh mike how about you uh how about you book this card for us you know what no i'm gonna book the card for us <laughs> go ahead you always so, you always yeah. book it i'm gonna book it for uh, us Go ahead. um so of course we have a pre-show match. <laughs> of course we gotta get I mean, something on the pre-show here uh, it so let's has been announced, but let's book this. Uh, let's book this women's tag team championship. Of course, we have Nia Jax, Shayna Baszler, the champions. They're taking on Sasha Banks and Bianca Belair. I would love to see a third team. I maybe this Natalia. I would love to see Natalia and Tamina added to this, just so they can get the win. Um, yeah, I mean, there's
0: time tomorrow. There's a SmackDown. because so I
1: care too much about. Sasha and Bianca at Mania. I don't care for them to have the tag team championships also. I would love that to go somewhere and for someone to do something shitty to the other person.
0: (laughs) And uh, hopefully, well... Either way, Reginald's going to be there. So
1: Either way, whether we want him there or not, <laughs> he's going to be there. Uh, yeah. But the pre-show is over and done with, so let's actually get off the show. What better way to start off the show with a hot, hard-hitting match? Um, you know, the the culmination of decades and decades of friendships and rivalry. Of course, we're talking Drew McIntyre and Sheamus taking each other on in just a a, um, a non-stipped Singles match. I think we were expecting maybe, and of course, uh, we were expecting. I think uh, maybe like a, a false count anywhere, last man standing, something in that kind of arena.
0: Yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, they already did the no DQ, and they mm-hmm. they, they they knocked each other out with the stairs, so it kind of seemed like they were building up to something like that. But uh, hey, either way, they've shown they can have good matches, so.
1: And sure. and with Drew and um, Bobby Lashley going at each other on WrestleMania, sort of seems like Drew McIntyre might be the easy play right here.
0: Yeah, see why why couldn't you just should have just made this the number one contenders match so then Drew could have a reason for
1: that would be nice like that would be that that would have been fun right because uh, I don't see shenan you know I mean of course shenanigans arrive Sheamus ends up in that main event or at the in the WrestleMania match also then we just have fucking three brick shit houses going at it. Um, Keith Lee says, Hey, what about Keith me? Lee says, Hey, what about me? Samoa Joe comes back from injury. Next thing you know, <laughs> Brock Lesnar's there. We put the belt oh, up on a ladder, yeah. and uh, it becomes the biggest thing since that SummerSlam with Braun, <laughs> uh, since that SummerSlam match that we got a few yeah. years back. Um, so that'll be another fun one. Uh, but let's get to some championships on the line, right? Because Big E has put his Intercontinental Championship on the line, taking on Apollo Crews. Uh yeah the new yeah. apollo the new apollo Nigerian prince. yeah yeah the pr- prince apollo
0: yes. prince cruz
1: <laughs> something like that
0: uh yeah i mean this new character maybe they're going to go all the way maybe he'll win the belts but uh i don't know i mean Big E's still been strong so this could go either way really
1: could really go either way i hope biggie you know recovers from you know the uh the number of injuries that he had last time he was on television but we still have one more week to kind of uh nailed this one in the coffin that's right uh let's move on because Paul Heyman clients don't like to wait long sure they understand the uh the grandiose nature of the main event but hey remember uh you're, Paul Heyman a couple of WrestleManias ago he's saying to himself hey Seth Brock doesn't want to wait that long so let's just fucking get this over with because next up we have Roman Reigns with that Universal Championship taking on Daniel Bryan. So here's the thing. Tomorrow night, we will have Edge and Jey Uso in a match to determine who the special guest enforcer for that match will be. I think whoever wins that match, the other one will inevitably pop up Uh, because this is not a lumberjack or cage. There's nothing stopping anybody from just hopping over those little LED uh, fans. Well, the Enforcers are supposed to stop him. Well, the Enforcers it. are supposed to stop him, right? <laughs> right? But uh, I'm looking forward to just another... I mean, Daniel Bryan's been, been on this three-year string of great matches. So I'm really just yeah. looking forward to Daniel well, Bryan to continue. <laughs> He's been on a career-long <laughs> string yeah. of great matches. The only reason
0: it's not longer than three years is because of a forced retirement.
1: Exactly. So, so I'm just... Uh, yeah, this is just going to be another one, I think, <laughs> of those uh, to that list. Really excited to see... How this Edge Roman thing goes, I think that's the thing to keep our eyes on. Yeah, uh, especially going to you know, be great. The implications that we do have for Mania, um, we really need to sell it. We really need to start selling this Edge Edge Roman. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and finally uh, the main event because your main event. This is these are things that we don't see too too often. We don't see you know I mean uh like like. Cutting the camera away before we see your hand slap your thigh. We don't see intergender matches too often. Uh, not only that, we don't see intergender matches um, with such a uh, size discrepancy. Of course, you can recall Nia Jax entering the Men's Royal Rumble where she just got fucking owned by everybody's favorites. (laughs) But uh, Nia Jax being so physically imposing, you know, she's actually larger than a man like Rey Mysterio. But he still got that little 619 in there. But this weekend, we have Alexa Bliss taking on Randy Orton Uh, in her gender. That's the stip. That's all you need to know.
0: Yeah, I mean, I'm sure uh, who knows how much wrestling they'll do and how much is going to be like magic and smoke and blue goo and who knows.
1: And this is the moment. Fireballs. When, yeah, fireballs, uh, more black oil. I was trying to think the other day, I wonder what it is that he keeps coughing up. Like, literally what <laughs> Not what ah, it's supposed to be, like pudding with food coloring. Yeah, or... it was like liquidy pudding. I don't know what it is, but yeah. it was black. were puddings like kind of brown, because if it was too brown, it would have no, looked like he coloring. was vomiting poo, <laughs> right? They put black food coloring in it, right? <laughs> just put black food coloring in it, maybe. And pudding, um, no big deal. But yeah, this is the moment that we've been waiting for since TLC back in December of 2020. Of course, the fiend needs to come back. Um, to really set up this match for Mania, because we're kind of getting, you know, I mean, we've feels like we've been building to Fiend Randy Part 2, you know, the House, the house of Horrors 2, Electric Boogaloo. We've been waiting for that <laughs> horror movie. Um, this is going to be it. Just really excited to see how they play this story.
0: Yeah, this is the, yeah, I mean, I really don't know how they're going to do it. How they're going to go about it? Is it going to be all in ring? Is there going to be some cinematics? Who knows?
1: Yeah, we're also I we I guess we also need kind of need to keep in mind when we're thinking of mania. Will we have any one of these cinematic matches on the card? Uh, Randy Fiend still feels like the one that would be yeah, cinematic if possible. So. If you know, if that's the way we're going to go, uh, if the Fiend does come back, I'm really excited to see, you know, New Mask. New, what new about it? Every time The Fiend or Bray Wyatt, whoever, every time that guy comes back, there's something new to his character.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, that's it. There's only five matches. I'm sure they'll add probably at least one more tomorrow. Yeah. maybe. Yeah. Maybe a
1: quick, uh, well, I guess it's smacked, or, you know, I mean, of course, stay tuned to WWE socials because for all we know, we could get a U.S. title bout coming soon. Uh, yeah, yeah. When we could I mean, they've done it to us before. So like I wouldn't be surprised if they did it again. Mm-hmm. But that was uh what fast lane supposed to be. That's what fast lane was supposed to be. We'll see if it actually ends up being that in the future. Yeah. Um and that was fast lane folks. Stay <laughs> tuned. Uh let's get to our final segment. Let's get to the wrestler of the week. It's the wrestler of the
0: week, of the week. The wrestler of the week.
1: Mike, I'm going to kick this one off. Um, Yeah, just because I think it's easy. We talked about it a lot. Um, That main event, or I guess it technically wasn't the main event of Dynamite. Well, we all know because the lights <laughs> Justin Roberts told us the lights went out therefore they're not responsible <laughs> classic explanation um and like we said uh before you know this is the type of match where nobody takes an L even if you take the L uh Dr. Britt Baker DMD um it was just incredible that's all i got to say it was my fucking it was my favorite match of the week so that's really easy it was, this, this sort of seemed like a no brainer after yeah. last night's dynamite yeah, it was pretty...
0: One of the easiest picks ever. Uh, both women gave it their all. Both women bled. But one woman bled a bit more. So we're going to give it to Dr. Britt Baker.
1: Another unanimous Wrestler of the Week. Of course, that is number seven for the folks at home keeping score. On the year? On the year, that's correct. Yeah, wow. in uh, 20... Out of, uh, like seven out of 11 ten. 11, Eleven is actually yeah good percentages. So we've, we've been that's on percentages. we've been on the same uh we've been on the same page uh we've been on the same page this year mike it's been nice
0: yeah i mean that's and so has the wrestling world it's just been that's what we want
1: consistent good booking and uh yeah we got a lot of good shit this week a lot of good shit this week. And there'll be a lot of great shit next week. So, folks, thanks for listening. Remember, you can rate, review, like, and subscribe. Tune in next week because the road is going to start. Next thing you know, we're going 100 miles per hour. We're going 88 miles per hour. We might jump back to 1985.
0: To the future.
1: And then we might jump forward to 2025. Was that the year that they go into the future? I don't quite recall. <clears throat>
0: uh, Well, they go back to, like, 1930s or 40s, don't they?
1: No, I think it's somewhere in the sixties. Yeah, we'll do our know. Back to the Future. The uh, movie. Takes either place way, we oh. don't want to get to eighty-eight <laughs> miles per hour because we don't know where we'll end up. So you're going to want to stick around because the uh, WrestleMania season is upon us. Oh yeah! And thanks for listening, folks. Mike, you take care of yourself. Enjoy the rest of your day.
0: You too. See you later.
1: See you later.